That's true. Okay. So, uh, let's get started. This is the Advanced After Combat podcast. This is a podcast that is tangentially about wargaming. I mean, we wargame. So from for God's sakes, yeah, there is wargaming going on. Uh, and this podcast is hosted by myself, Dave, and my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a mystery guest that we select from, well, to be honest, we don't select them. It's, is it a, an, it's an, is it an algorithm or a logarithm? I don't know what those it's things mean. I was a liberal arts. <laughs> it's an oracle. I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't know what those things mean. I mean, I, I, I'm not a math, an engineer or mathematician. Uh, the oracle decides who our guest host is going to be every single time we do this podcast. And this time, our guest host is Caleb. Welcome. Yeah. And Caleb, I can use your name, Caleb. That's, that's okay. Good. I realized today I don't know Caleb's last name, so you can't even do it. I can't even do that joke. Do we do we know it? I'm not sure. I thought we we knew a name, but I'm not sure if that's close to his name or I don't know. It's not on BGG that does exist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I'm not a super sleuth like Dave is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, well, I, I no longer have access to all the databases that used to that I used to be able to figure, that I used to be able to figure out who all our guest hosts were from. <laughs> that's, of course, I did. I did gr- gr- a lot of kernel background checks on all of them. But uh, yeah, so uh, so it's Caleb. So Caleb, we're going to need you to up the volume because we can't seem to get your uh, volume up. So you're going to need to talk louder. Okay, I can do that. Can you do it? And one sec, I gotta let my stupid fucking cat in that room. Right. Because I was gonna say, like, because I need you to hear you actually do that before you say you're gonna do it. I mean, there's an army of listeners out here that are like, we need really need to hear Caleb's voice. We can't just listen to Jason and Dave just bloviate all day long. Oh, could you imagine? There's gotta be someone else. Jesus. <laughs> Because that podcast has existed before, and nobody yeah. liked it. No one liked it. Yep, we've heard these stories before. We we've done Move all on. the we we've done all the variations. How about now? Can I do any better? Yeah, it's good. Except you sound exactly the same. So you need to actually speak louder. <laughs> Can you speak louder? You sound fine on all the RPG podcasts. Why why can't, why can't yeah, you bring that here? Yeah, what's going on with that? Is it the mumble? It's modern audio technology. All right. All right, so so maybe just the older people have to listen a little bit harder for this episode. It's going to be fun, and and this also harkens back to certain other episodes. I think we had Reeves who said he had the best audio ever, and it was so quiet that no one ever heard so what he bad. said. Yeah, so we'll see. Let me let me. I'm going to pause for just a second. Now Jason's. Oh Jesus, that's so much better. Jason's pulling wires out, plugging <laughs> yeah. plug in other wires. What are you doing? Go again, Caleb. How's this? So that's good. Better. Okay. Oh, Jason actually did something. I, I'm not even. I didn't do anything. I was gonna. No, I, I was I, gonna. I just, yeah. I jacked that that amplification thing. Nice. Yeah, I did. No, like, you're, you're good. That, that's the way to do it. So, uh, Caleb. Uh, so obviously, you're very excited 
because we selected you or we didn't select you, but the Oracle selected you to be in the podcast. So you're like thrilled. Uh, how did you find out about the podcast? I have been trying to remember that for like a week. Oh my God. What a terrible intro question. I know. I think it was like, I was looking for a podcast where they just talked about these games oh, God. and literally it's you guys. So. This, guy's, this, guy's, he, this guy's Jason, this guy's making us sound like an idiot. Like we're a bunch of idiots. Well, I mean, if the shoe fits. Okay. Um, right. So, um, okay. Well, how did you, I guess that's it for that one. Um, what, what was your first sexual experience? But you jumped right in and like, this is, this has kind of been a theme recently. I, I bristle when people are, like you weren't overly enthusiastic, but you got right involved. When people are overly enthusiastic, I get very hesitant because we've been, shall we say, uh, stocked in the past, oh. and and oh, that weird. makes me very leery. And you oh, weren't like that right. You just too, got right They're involved. too intense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's happened. Yeah, but some some of the stalkers that we initially thought were stalkers have also chilled Super out. Super chill, just, yeah. Everybody just become just like basic the fuck out. people. Yeah, I mean we've had that. That's my message to the world. Just chill the fuck out. Yeah, because some guys are like, dude, I'm super intense. You guys are like so hot. And we're like, we're really into what you're doing. I'm like, we're like, dude, we're just doing a podcast. Like, uh, you're scaring us. Like, we have families. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm in a committed relationship. I don't have yeah, that's that. right. Like, we're not, we're not, we're not anarchists. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So, uh, so Caleb, I appreciate you, Caleb. So, That's what Caleb, uh, so you basically, how did you run into the podcast? I legit think I was, I saw the episode on, somehow it came up on like Google search for when you talked about Mets. And I listened to that episode and I was like, these guys are funny. And then just listened to a couple and got into Rocket and then just started bullshit with dudes in there. It's, it's all about it. Yeah, don't go back and listen to the early ones. Anybody who finds this, just, like go back maybe maybe two years. Yeah. So, and Caleb, are you over or under fifty years old? Under. <laughs> Youth movement. There we go. <laughs> there we like go. Quite a bit. If if I. So, Caleb, how did you? It. And were you into wargaming initially? Yeah. So it wouldn't be. I wasn't into like. I don't know how you differentiate things. So like, you're not an SBI. I like playing eating pizza, playing games with uh, Mark Herman guy. No, I'm a Warhammer Fantasy Battles guy. Nice. Like that? Yeah. And I did miniature wargaming until seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And then... You're like, I got tired of building different armies every time uh, Games Workshop changed the rules? That was one of it. Yeah, and I switched to the historical stuff for miniatures. And when mm -hmm. you do historical miniatures, you're going to see a GMT title. Yeah, and Caleb, Caleb has some fucking hot historical wargaming action going on, too. I've seen some of the games he's playing in. Teddy bear fur, painted teddy bear fur, nice, nice little uh, miniature figures. I'm, I'm pretty extra on that front. <laughs> I love this. Is that a euphemism yeah. for something else? Oh no, dude, it's like hot shit. Like they do teddy bear fur and they paint it so it looks like little fields, and the miniatures it looks just like a grass field. It's incredible. Wow. Like it's above what railroad war gamers do. Like real, railroad war gamers, there's no railroad war gamers. <laughs> I'm sorry, Just railroaders, but model railroaders. But they haven't even, I think, gotten into the, the teddy bear fur as much as model like war gamers have. Yeah, we abuse it and like LED stuff. We'll do. Oh, the flashers! Smoke. You the little flashers. 
Yeah, for like when I have like blown up tanks and stuff. That's or... stupid. Yeah, I've got, I did that stuff too. Stupid. So stupid. Can't stop. It's good. And now it's I good. have also the board games. I, I did you it know. for Civil War stuff where I'd have regiments with little flashers. I saw that uh, Historicon and I was like, fuck, that's hot. So they have little LED flashers like, <laughs> come on, like Christmas, that they put behind units, behind the, the cotton ball smoke. It looks oh, like the cool. units are shooting at each other. Oh, like the cannons funny. are firing. Ridiculous. I'll have to see if I can find that table from last year because it was like there was this old West table that was outrageous. Mm-hmm. Like I was like furious that someone took the time to do that. What it was funny though, because basically you got to see everyone's like COVID projects where they've been stuck in their house for two years. That's right. That's right. They're unleashing them you now on on the public. Yeah, because you asked them like, "How did you do this?" They're like, "We were stuck at our house for two years." So, so you were like a, a miniature war gamer. That was basically your main jam. Yeah, I got the when the Lord of the Rings movies came out. I saw the that miniature game JW did. Bought that and then saw all their other games via the internet. Bought those, played all that stuff for a decade until right. college. Right. And then switched to historicals after college because so, so, how do you, how do you, so how do you make the jump to chits? Like you you going from like I'm a miniature war game, same as you. I made the same jump. I'm a miniature war gamer. Uh and somehow I made the leap to board war gaming. Which seems weird because it's like with with miniature wargaming, you're getting this visceral picture of how the battlefield looks, right? And now you're right. going to switch to like cardboard shits pushing around on a table. It's weird, but I want to say like the appeal of like it being kind of like video games, like a little more abstract. You mean? I don't. I don't get that connection. Like the Civilization series. Oh, be, like where, like for hexes where they move into different spots, or yeah, and then just the scale, like being able to actually play. You can't play just the entirety of Barbarossa in a miniature game. Mm-hmm. You'd have to do some weird campaign or something. But you, there are games that are just Barbarossa the game for GMT or whatever. Right, and at some scale too, they're 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 dumb. Where it's like, well, this one Soviet infantryman equals like an entire uh, Soviet corps. Exactly. And then you're like, like, then you're like, they might as well be yeah. chess. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, so miniature games work really well at low levels where it's like skirmish. Skirmish is the, the perfect miniature level because each guy equals one guy. And then you move up a little bit and you get the epic battles where, you oh, I can see the guys fighting. And then you're like, well, this one cavalry horseman actually equals like three regiments. Then you're like, we could just play this with cardboard chits. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it seems like it's considerably cheaper and probably easier to like oh, get to the table, right? That, that just... was, dude, we, we've been through this and, and I don't know how much Caleb has done, but they're like a, a miniature war game project is first like, oh, I'm interested in this period. Now I'm going to do a ton of historical research on it. Now I'm going to look at what companies I can buy from. Now I'm going to put together the orders I can buy of the figures that I need for the scale of the game that I want to, which rules do I want to use? Well, that's going to decide... Now I have to buy all the painting things so I can paint all the figures. It's miniature wargaming is a huge investment it's crazy. project. Yeah. Whereas with a board game, you're like, I bought this game. I <laughs> ripped the shrimp. I empty it out on the table. Uh, oh, how dare they? There's an error in the rules. Like it just is a completely different environment. Yeah. I got a GMT title last week. I've played it twice <laughs> since it arrived twice. last week. Right. And 
Meanwhile, there's a miniatures project for Napoleonics. I started five years ago. Tons it still hasn't painted. been played. Oh, I have to take the. I, you have to take the lead. Then you have to, sh- to you have to trim down all the lead figures you ordered and get all the shaving markings off them, all the mold lines. And then we're going to prime them. And then we're going to decide what kind of basing we're going to use. It's like just there's so much more preparation for miniatures. No, no thank no, you. No comparison. Yeah, I would have quit if I didn't like painting. Right. Yeah, it's where I'm at now. Because I finally realized, I was like, the only reason I keep this up is because I actually enjoy painting the little dudes. If I didn't, um, well, I, I, I say this, and I have, guys know I have thousands of figures, and I still get lured in when uh, Evil Jack's like, oh, I have, here's my, I painted some Napoleonic 50 millimeter figures. I'm like, oh, God, I should, I could paint some of those too. <laughs> like, it's just like, fuck it. But there okay. is a beauty of having the game and just playing the game. Yeah. It's been really satisfying more recently right? too because i've been getting a lot more battle games in which has been awesome right but there is also that part though this is always what i joke about where uh like board war gamers will be playing a game they're like oh we get this oh there's a real problem freeze everything we have to check with bgg sure and then yeah. we're going to email like yeah. have we found this solution and meanwhile miniature war gamers because they're so used to doing it on their own are like Oh, that's bullshit. That doesn't even it's make more sense. It's more of an RPG, right? Just, yeah, they're based yeah. on the history. That 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 cannon would fire like faster than that. Like, fuck it, let's just house rule it. So miniature wargamers are much more eager to just move on or even say, we're not playing the rules. I've had guys, I've seen guys say, hey, they meet the game designer of the guy. They love his rules. And they're like, oh, that's great. But I think your rules are bullshit about how the cannons work. <laughs> they should fire. I mean, it's like, it's yeah. not unusual in miniature wargaming. It's like oh, Labatai, though, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're... <laughs> yeah, but Labatai, you still see where they're like, uh, I, yeah. well, like, is the, does the rule say we can do that? Or, like, I don't know if we can... It's like, it's your game, dude. Like, the second you buy it, the guy that you're buying the game from, he read, like, three more books than you did. <laughs> like, why does he right. become the expert suddenly? Oh, dude. Like... He, did, he didn't fight in the fucking Napoleonic Wars. Like he does not actually know how it worked. So I get in knockdown dragouts with some of those miniatures guys on rules sometimes too. Oh, yeah. So, so your big your big uh, uh, miniatures periods are. Um, are you on TMP? No, that place is a hellhole. Okay, <laughs> that's the mini- got, that's the miniatures page. But yeah, there's another one called Lead Adventure. I hang out there some. I think it's like a UK one. So, so uh, your your main your main miniatures uh, periods are ancients. Nice. And then I guess what would be like Victorian era stuff. Sure. So we're talking like uh, eighteen forty to eighteen ninety, maybe. Yeah, because I have a big um, Bakamatsu collection. And ancients for for uh, non miniatures. That's basically up till Romans, usually. It's yeah, it's, it's, and it's Romans in my case. It's the uh, you're going Caesar. to you up to you up to Romans, okay? Yeah, it's all Caesar and Gaul stuff. The Gallic Wars is what I've mainly got, and then I eventually will get to my Egyptians. Who knows when? Wow, nice scale. Twenty eights for the most part. The nice. only thing I don't do twenty eights in is Napoleonics, which I do in eighteens. So twenty eights are the larger twenty fives. Used to be twenty fives. Those were the, the big guys you see, and now 28s. Warhammer basically moved everyone up to 28s. It's so, uh, they're not even 28s anymore. Now it's like 30s, 40, 30s, 40 mils, just yeah. whatever they feel like. Yeah. A bunch of maniacs. 
So that's interesting. So like, but, but so you do a lot of the miniature stuff, obviously. So how do you divide your time between uh, board war gaming and miniature war gaming? Burnout. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's like, if I just get tired of one, I switch to the other and it's just like ADHD. Like one day I'll be like, I'm really interested in. That's all of us. Right. Yeah. So just like, cause I'll go like months without painting a single miniature or whatever. Do you have a large gaming area? I do now. I purchased a home two years ago, so I've got like a game den slash room, which nice. is pretty awesome. Nice. And then I'm in the Raleigh Triangle area. There's like five game stores here with plenty of tables and people, so it's pretty easy to get games in if I need them. So how do you divide your time? How much percentage? 50% board war gaming, 50% miniatures or probably actually well it's 30 30 30 because i also rpgs rpgs rune quest yeah and then like 10 percent, 10 percent. well actually five percent model kits and five percent legos as well because wow. i hate myself even legos oh my gosh wow all right and there's so a, many hobbies and is there uh, is there a girlfriend fit in here somewhere <clears throat> yeah yeah well, no I'm, kids right that's how you can have so many hobbies right exactly no kids <laughs> now is, <laughs> is, is, is your gal pretty cool with all the yeah, she's super chill because she's like, we both have that personality. We're like, we're gonna hang out with each other for like a day, and the other six days, we're gonna do our own thing. <laughs> I love, I love flight Holy attendants. Cow. Flight attendants are the best girlfriends. They just fly off and leave, right? That's good. Yeah. Okay, she's uh, that's binge my watching. Life. That was my life. All right. Korean drama shows right now and playing Switch. <laughs> that's good. All right, good. So, uh, Jason, you have any questions? No, I'm just I'm basking in in the glory of no kids. Right. That must be just amazing. Dad, don't make any mistakes. All right. So uh, anyway, <laughs> I won't. Yeah. So uh, how far are you out from your 10 year reunion? 10 year high school reunion. Oh, Jesus. Is it coming up? It's passed. It's passed. I think. Okay. Did you go? No. Fuck those people. Oh, you didn't go. Jason, did you Damn go to your 10 Oh, hell fucking no. No. Yeah, and I live I live a mile and a half from my high school. <laughs> That's right. Jason still lives in town. That's hilarious. That's crazy. No, I was at a private like Christian school, and I will never. I don't even think it exists anymore, actually. I think it's gone. Yeah, that's bad when they've actually destroyed you, the school that you went to. Yeah. They, that happened to my college. ITT tech baby no longer oh, exists. Yeah, it's now illegal. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, yeah, I went to my ten year. I didn't think it was big big deal. I think the problem with ten years is no one there has changed enough to make it fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I didn't go to my twenty either. But twenty is decent. Like where you're like somebody might have like destroyed themselves at that point. I guess I guess maybe for larger schools they're not going to go if they're a, a disaster. Yeah, there were like 800 kids in my graduating class. So oh, so I'll make you guess how many kids graduated my class, Jason? Less than 800. Yeah. Uh, or is it one of the like like 50 kind of thing? Divide what you had by 100. <laughs> <laughs> how? 
private Christian school in That's southern West school. Virginia. No, 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 were you homeschooled? No, they required it. had to be a prime number. Only a prime number of kids could graduate. Yeah, the whole high school had, I think, 75 kids. Like wow. 70 to, yeah, it was tiny. Wow. Your parents really looked into that before they moved to that school district. That was good. Good on them. Yeah, they officially called agreed that it was a mistake. What was what was your mascot name? Eagles, because it was a Christian school. Like half of them are always eagles. So it has to be the eagles. Yeah, yeah. Could have been the angels, not not devils. Angels. It could have been angels. We did play soccer against an angels high school. It was like angels, eagles, and I forgot the other one. There's only like literally three mascots because all the other ones were. (laughs) (laughs) You guys had had three schools in your conference. That's strong. Well, it's like you, you can't be the wizards. You can't be. There's so many things you can't be. Yeah, yeah exactly. They have to find a Bible verse for it, or you're not allowed to do it. <laughs> wow! Wow! So I get a that feeling that wild. I get the feeling that that has made you a very religious person as a result of being part of that experience. Clearly, um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. So uh, okay, good. Well, that is wild to me. Wow. It's weird. It's surreal when I think about it because I'll tell people about it and they're like, hey, Caleb, that's not normal. And I was like, I know that now. <laughs> and you're, you're also like, my name is Caleb. So you, you have to figure there's been some religious stuff going right, on. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have two brothers. Their names are Jacob and Isaac. Oh, that's <laughs> I love it. You love right. to see it. God, strong. Reality TV show has really missed the mark on many families. I think there's, there's missed opportunities here. Um, that's true. That's right. But we'll pick it up by podcasting about it. So there we go. Uh, so that's it. Yeah. So I uh, I was just curious. I didn't know guys were. I thought you guys were getting around the age. Jason, you might like your age is not getting around to where you're going to be doing reunions or you're not a twenty year mark. I'm past the twenty. I'm so twenty's past. I want I want no part of it. See my my wife, uh, and I think I've talked about this. I might have talked about this, but my wife was the uh, captain of the cheerleader squad for her reunion. So when she told me that one was coming up, I was like, I was like, <laughs> buckle oh, up, baby. Oh, yeah, we're going to your fucking reunion. Like, are you kidding me? She's like, oh, I don't want to really want to go. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm dating the captain of the cheerleading squad. I said, we are fucking 100% going to that reunion. Like, like I don't want to go to my own reunion, but that reunion, we're going. And to. it was near you guys, right? She, oh, she grew up in the area. It was right? so good. And uh, the best part was Monica was pregnant. So. She drove me there, and I could get drunk. And I did, but like I did, I, I, she was basically automatic. Like I, I made my pregnant wife. I made my pregnant cheerleader captain take me to her own school reunion. So we got there, and uh, they had all these like uh, they do the slideshows, and uh, it's at Universal Studios, of course, because it's San Fernando Valley, which is the real valley. Yeah, so San Fernando yeah. Valley. And so uh, they did a slideshow thing, and it's all the parties, right, that they have. So all the kids, I'm like, they're all underage kids. They're drinking and partying. They're all in the pictures. My wife is not in any of the pictures. So I was like, what what were you doing? She's like, I didn't go to any parties. I was working my way through high school. (laughs) I mean, she's a She's a a hustler. She worked at the yogurt shop, and she was a cheerleader. She didn't do any of that shit. And so I'm watching it. The best part about the entire fucking reunion was the homecoming queen shows up in the beginning, never goes into the event, sits at the bar at the hotel the entire time drinking. Wow. 
And oh then God. as we're all filing outside, like we're all leaving to, like afterwards, she's crying and sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way that ends. And, she, and and this guy's trying to comfort her. Like my wife, my wife is like, oh, he was trying to comfort her. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sure he was. He was trying to comfort her. Um, <laughs> and uh, But we're all filing out watching her. I was like, this is the greatest reunion I've ever been. Because <laughs> that's what you want to see. When you do. Reunion, yeah. You want to see the people who were so great in high school destroyed. Well, I get to do that tragedy. by going to Costco where, oh, you yeah. know, the jocks from high school are changing tires. Yeah, which is always kind stuff, of like, like, yeah, you picked on me. Fuck you. That's Change right. my tires, you that's fucking right. douchebag. You're like, you're like, I don't like the look of that tire. Why don't you put that on the other <laughs> <Yeah>. side? <laughs> That's so good. Can I speak to your manager? That's right. Uh, Chase here. Chase has a problem with how I like his tire. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was very funny. Like, uh, for me, I have no interest really because, like, I feel like time has not. Like, I actually saw a picture of a bunch of the guys that I went to college with, too. They were like, hey. And I was like, wow, oh, man, they look just the same. Yeah, they that's look, weird. Like, and then, then I'm like, now I don't want to go to the reunion because that defeats the whole purpose of going. I want to lord it over them. Like, if I can't lord it over them, then I don't want to yeah, go. I'm retired, bitches. Yeah, that's right. Oh, maybe that that is a good angle, though. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, yeah, you hate your job. I'm like, tell me more. Tell me more about how you hate your job. You <laughs> feed on this. So. I, I dwell on it, Dave. We'll see. We'll see. Most of them I don't want to see. So. Yeah, my stuff's like sad because, like I said, my school's not there. I don't even know much. That I haven't asked my mom with a town still there because it's like a small town. Well, Caleb, your shit just sounds like crazy. This sounds your shit sounds that like something wild. we'd yeah. watch on like a, a cable channel. That, that's a yeah. that's a Netflix like da- show I would watch. It's like 100%. Dateline. This is a Dateline episode. <laughs> oh, do you, do you know the horror movie Wrong Turn that's in West Virginia? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I drove. There's a street sign that they show in that movie. <laughs> I drove by it every day. Oh when I was God. in high school. What's infuriating though is like the chick she like runs and then there's another street sign you see. That street sign's two hours away. <laughs> there's no truth in their art. Yeah. But crazy. people do disappear in that state all the time. <laughs> now are you still in West Virginia? Nah. I moved oh. out. Yeah. Oh that's right. You're in North, you're in North Carolina now. Yeah. Alright. It's still adjusting. Good. It's interesting. Good for you. Good for you. So uh well good so i feel like we've visited that topic i recently got a uh have you guys ever had beef delivered to your house yeah yeah oh, I'm, I'm getting it i have tomorrow i have a quarter cow be delivered to my house that's the way to do it but like we have ranches out here where you can basically call up and say like on a half cow quarter cow and they'll and i asked them i'm like is it coming in frozen and they said yes sir processor flash freezes it right after they do it and it's coming right to your house that's legit do you have a um those things you can use to make jerky with i forgot what they're called technically no dehydrator i do not have that i, I i've got a buddy Rick. if you get like that much cow i almost recommend it because it's like, like worth but it it's, but it's already i think i'm already getting the meat all cut so i don't have to worry uh, gotcha. about that right so i get quarter cow i think is 80 pounds of beef uh, 40 wow. pounds of ground beef and then 40 pounds of cuts and stew meat uh, all the stuff i want ribeye ribeye bone in all that stuff how's the gout treating you these days i'm fine no that's a lot of beef why well it's it's uh eating like a lord 
That's 80 pounds of meat for 650 bucks. That's legit. That's incredibly cheap. Yeah. That's not bad, right? So, so fuck you, uh, West Coast, East Coast. We're getting our, we're, I mean, but, but what it is, is it's farmers who- And that's real food, yeah. Well, the farmers, what happens is it's a farmer who advertised on Facebook who said, hey, I got a bunch of cows I want to give up and see what we're going to do and go through the processor so we don't have to deal with the grocery store. So, uh, a funny tangent on that because one of my coworkers in the area, it's Tech Triangle, so there's like a lot of like Indian guys around here. Right. He got his daughter like this is like five years ago wanted a goat, and he ended up with like three goats, and then she like moved on to not caring about goats anymore. He's like, what the fuck do I do with these goats? And he was talking to one of his Indian co Indian coworkers about it, and they were like, I'll buy that goat if you get a butcher, <laughs> and he just kept keeping the goat farm because he's like Dude, these guys will pay so much money for these goats i just sell goats now <laughs> oh so he, he's wow. basically started running goats that's fun that's good it's really funny <laughs> see it's good different cultures i love goats. Yeah, that's right. it's delicious it's really good yeah so i got a uh i got also got a facebook message recently from uh, a gal that i knew 30 years ago in the philippines easy and it just said hi dave that's so scary. Yeah. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck? I'm sitting on my couch. I'm like, hi, Dave. Like, what does that mean? Like, and I'm doing the math. I'm like, well, uh, I was in the Philippines. Like, if, they, if, <laughs> if a child was born, you should have heard by now. That child would have been around. He's now currently 28 years old. <laughs> I mean, and I was like, I don't know, maybe he wants to go to graduate school. Like, I'm not sure what, what you would need for me yeah. at this point. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot you deployed, you were deployed over there, too. So you probably just doing right. mental arithmetic. Yeah. Like, uh -oh. I was, well, I was in Korea. I visited the Philippines uh, on vacation. Uh, did meet several girls. I was a butterfly. Uh, met a couple of girls. <laughs> may have, my concern is I may have pollinated a few flowers. Sure. Uh, it happens. But, but apparently we're okay. Don't know how that's going to turn out, but it just seemed like she's met an American guy and was on Facebook and just wanted to check in with me and see how wow. I was doing. But I did have that moment of fear. Like when you see that first message, like, hi, Dave, it's like, yeah, yeah. We're doing yeah. some math here. Uh, is there going to be a little blonde Filipino kid brought to my doorstep? <laughs> like, oh, you crazy. Yikes. So, any of my questions are not appropriate for the podcast, so right, I'm not going to ask right. anything. Yeah, so uh, so Caleb, so we, we've got kind of your idea of how you found out about the podcast. A uh, little bit of a, do you want to do a little bit of background of yourself? I think you've kind of done some of that. Um, yeah, anything else you want to add as far as you kind of talked about how you found out about us, uh, you started miniature wargaming. Uh, what games are you currently like really into as far as board wargaming? So that would be the bar series. Nice, nice. Yeah. It rules the like Clash of Arms. Clash of Arms, B A R. What what game specifically are you playing with that one? Uh, Fontenoy. Nice. Solitary. That's, and then that's, I was doing... that's the primer, the primer game. Yeah, it's so good. Although it's really funny because like the uh, Li forces are their cavalry is so bad. <laughs> also, Bill, it's great because finally the French can actually fight in that one. That's actually one where the French are good. Yeah, they're legit. Save sacks. And um, 
Who else is commanders in that? But no, it's awesome. Those games are so nice. And like, I want to check out Labot at some point, but the whole three different yeah. versions of the rules, I'm just like, there's yeah, one you, version of bar. <laughs> yeah, you need to play Labot with like a bunch of friends. That needs to be a very, you be, need to be in the womb if you're going to play that one. Yeah. The other two are GBOH. I finally got into that. Good. And Levy and Campaign. Okay. okay. That's been the big one recently. Nice. So the, the game you've played twice already is Inferno? Yeah. Nice. It's awesome. Well, we have a quiz. Uh, do we want to? I'm, I'm going to stop for a drink break now. Sure. I can use a little drink break. Yeah, I'll grab myself something. We had a very hectic business meeting before this. Sure Ugh, podcast business. Ugh, it was so rough. <laughs> You've earned it, Dave. But I do appreciate all the listeners. I want to say I know sometimes we're, we're whack jobs and uh, we can be assholes probably on this, but I think with the spirit of it is like we have a, just a fuck it sense of playing games. And so I hope people appreciate that and we'll move on. 100%. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So drink break. All right. I got fucking hammered last Sunday on the Super Bowl. I was texting with Matt earlier. Like, I don't know how it happened, but I just was all of a sudden, <laughs> I was stretching before bed and like, what the, like, what is happening? I don't remember anything after that, after halftime. And it was, it was bad. Monday sucked. So I'm going to take it, take it a little bit easy today. Yeah, I think the last time I got really jacked up was Christmas. That's fair. That's that's a good day to do it. At, um, what's it called? It's like a we had moonshine. If that explains it, <laughs> sure. Yeah, that'll do it. Dave, do you want to explain how the quiz works? Do we have Dave? I don't know. <laughs> right, we have audio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm back. Back, back? No, I'm back now. Okay. I thought I heard you say you were back earlier. I was, and then I went to get two beers. Oh, just in case. So what are you guys drinking? How's Tequila. The drinking go? How's the, how, how long has the drinking been going? Two hours? Mm. Uh, four? I like it. I had to do math real quick. And we're doing te tequila? Tequila. Tequila. Nice. Tequila. 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 I don't know how to say it. An Anejo? Uh, it's a reposado. Reposado. Nice. Matt, Matt would be able to tell me how to say it. Like, can you spell it? No. <laughs> you can't spell it? That's a bad sign. <laughs> it's, uh, well, I just looked it up. El Tequileño. T-E-Q-U-I-L-E-N-Y-O. 
of uh, yeah. yeah I, have to, I have to write it out. To kill in you. To kill in you. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Caleb, what do you drink? Tequila also. Tequila also. Nice. Uh, ranch water. Oh, ranch water. That's good. That's tequila. What in soda water? Uh, Topo Chico. I think. What's Topo Chico? It's mineral water. Yeah. Yeah. So same thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Fancy, it's very specific. And fancy Topo fancy Chico. water. Yeah. yeah. I can, you can also order ranch water at Chili's, right? You know, <laughs> it's it's basically be some kind of club soda and tequila. They do. Yeah. I meant to ask Matt that too, Jason. Have you had the like pre-canned topos that they'll do? Yes, um, oh, crushable. Went, yeah, we. I was. I was mad. We went to a concert and they had a giant Topo Chico ranch water in a can, and I was like, I have to have that, and got it, and it was really good. And I was, I was angry about it. There's no reason that should be that good. Yeah, you're just like, ah, oh, this is bad. This is dangerous. <laughs> But it did the job, I'm sure. Oh, it, it gets in there. Nice. Yeah, we nice. had a cookout. We had so many empty Topo cans. It looked like, like an egg gun. It just been firing <laughs> bullets out or something. <laughs> That's right. It's nice. Like 40 millimeter uh, shell casings everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> How about you, Dave? I've been drinking uh, 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 gin and tonics. Okay. And the good stuff. Not the bad stuff. The good gin. Um, you still doing Hendrix? I did Hendrix. They were 30, 30 bucks a bottle, so I grabbed it at my local store. Now I used to be able to get better deals than that in California, but in Missouri, thirty bucks is a pretty good price. It's not bad no. for a Hendrix. And then I'm doing Boulevard beers, Irish. Okay, nice. Doing the <laughs> Irish Red Ells. Boulevard is a solid. Boulevard is solid, and they have. The, I like the tenors. I'm looking for eights. I don't want anything less than a five. Oh, beer. Yeah. At my age, it's not worth the calories. <laughs> if you're not going to give me at least 5% of the beer, I'm not fucking drinking it. Right. That's a good way to look at it, too. I mean, Miller Lights, that's just a slow burn. Yeah. yeah I'll do Miller Lights on the on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. If it's a business meeting, I agree. Like, that's <laughs> Miller Lights the way to go. But I mean, that's usually like my Friday work from home noon. Like I'll I'll open up a Miller Lite, but on the weekends, I, yeah, I want I want the take seven. I want. I, I like uh, like if I'm looking on a Friday night, I want I want I'm usually drinking a six pack of Tank Seven. That's me. That's good stuff. Yeah, and that gets you nice and loose. And my mm-hmm. wife's looking at him like, oh, he's just drinking beer. He's fine. And she, <laughs> then she starts to look over suspiciously sometimes as I make various comments. Like, <laughs> as your tongue gets thick. Bleh. Yeah. I think my go-to is Modelo's. Yeah. I Crushable. Yeah. I, yeah, they're. I, I like Modelo. I, I agree. It's very. It's a sweet beer. I like the light. the 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 straight Modelo is good. Uh, I like Modelo Negro. If you want to back mm-hmm. it up a little mm-hmm. bit, that's a good one. Yeah, those is, are good. So, what are you talking about? Just regular Modelos? Yeah, I just get the cans. Like that's just my light beer that I just make sure that there's there's some in the closet yeah, so I can it, throw them in the fridge as I need them. Yeah, it is a light. It's sweet. And then otherwise, I'm just doing IPAs. Cat litter. I get it. <laughs> it's, it's delicious. All right. So good. So we there are... is there is a quiz. I hate to bring it up. There is. Because I know we're being very chatty about drinking. Uh, there's a quiz we have to do. But we don't have to do it. I mean, Caleb, you could say not doing it. Yeah. 
I'm going to do it though. Right. So, so mm-hmm. part of it is then you have to pick whether you want Jason to help you or you want me to help you during the quiz. The other person will then read those questions to you in whatever luxurious narrative voice they have. Whatever Idaho public education pronunciation they have. Or whatever New Jersey boarding school <laughs> pronunciation was ever taught to that person based on three years of Latin school. <laughs> In this case, Dave can help me with the questions, and Jason can ask them. Good call. I think that was Love a smart it. decision. All right. So Braxton has titled this Podcast Quiz Light. Oh, nice. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Maybe some high scores? We get some high scores? Maybe. Start off like we always do. Time for Name That Opposing Commander. Speaking of my poor pronunciations, the Battle of Bacola, 208. BC. Oh, Jesus. My commander is Hasdrubal Barca. Who is yours? It's got to be a Roman. And Bay Cola is like Bay Cola. So Hasdrubal Barca is obviously Carthaginian. Uh, Obviously. So who would be the Roman person? And I'm sorry, 208 BC? Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. I'll throw out Marius. That's a no, I bet. Marius. Jason. Yeah, Marius. Is that final answer? Yeah, I'll go final because I have no idea the other guys around that time. Scipio Africanus. Oh, oh shit. Motherfucker. Okay, That's an easy guess. Fucking easy yeah. guess right there. <laughs> Quiz light, baby. I know. Here's here's one from the upcoming Norman Conquest box, which I'm hot and heavy for. The Battle of Stamford Bridge, 1066 AD. My commander is Harold Hardrada. Who the is other yours? one's a Viking. The other one's a Viking guy. Which one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I can't know everything, but I know it's a Viking. It's the Viking they beat. Uh, is Harold the Viking? No, he's Anglo-Saxon. Who the fuck's that other guy? I'm sorry, what was Harold's name again? Harold Hadrada. Hardrada. Is is that not the Viking? The issue is that like they're Anglo-Saxons and half those suckers sounded like they were Vikings. Yeah, so be careful because I don't know if Harold Hadrada is the Viking or if that's the Saxon. Because Harold One Eye, Harold One Eye. Wasn't that the Harold one eye? I think I'm saying that because he got killed by, got shot in the eye with an arrow. Um, is it, oh God, it's like Elething or something? But Harold Adrada is kind of like Harold, Harold, son yeah. or something like that. It's, like, <laughs> it's Harold's all the way up. But I'm, I'm not thinking that Harold Adrada is necessarily not, it could be, an, it could have been a Harold on Harold fight. I I don't know how to pronounce it, but I think it starts with an A. It's like Alathane or something, or Alathane. I w- I would say guess Harold. I'd go Harold and Harold combat. Harold and Harold violence. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need more than Harold. Alathane. Uh, oh, that's a good sign. Though. He's going to need more than Harold. I think that's actually a good sign. <laughs> so I would say Harold. Um, Padrada. No, that's what, that, that's what they said. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's obviously not his commander. Um, 
like he's from but he's from the saxons right harold the saxon see that kiss that see if jason accepts it godwin's son is it godwin's son godwin i don't remember let's go with that because i have no idea it is indeed is it really yeah harold godwinson is the saxon king get the fuck out of here holy shit okay Caleb, you were buying me like 10 beers next to mention. <laughs> Harold on Harold that, action, maybe. That's that, so funny. That was like... They're either Harold or Matilda. Are, are you guys like tracking my neural paths? Because I feel like this is how you guys figure out how I think about things. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Fucking A. All right. And yes. then and King Harold was shot in the eye at Hastings. That's right. Allegedly. Later. Later. And died. Yeah. Fucking A. God, I'm a stud. Love it. So let's keep it in this same Norman Conquest. I'm emailing, I'm emailing that Filipino girl right now because <laughs> that's that's some shit. She needs to know about. How this. you doing? That's oh, right. <laughs> the Battle of Evesham, twelve sixty five. My commander, shockingly, is an Edward, Prince Edward. Who is yours? Battle of Evesham, twelve sixty five. So the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm still basking in my last victory. So I don't know <laughs> if I'm gonna much help here. I think it's a Scotsman. I started what the fuck that guy's name is. It's like Bruce. Bruce is always a good bet. <laughs> Robert to Bruce. I'm gonna say that. True. Unless Dave stops me. No, I can't. I'm not stopping you. Nice. Simon de Montfort. Nope. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm reading a book about that asshole. I yeah, he is, he's around. He's <laughs> he's That's around. right. We'll move a little bit into the into the future. Battle of Kennesaw Mountain, 1864. Oh, shit. My go. commander is Joseph E. Johnston. Who is yours? Sherman. What Dave says. I have no idea about the Civil Sherman. War. It's Sherman. It is Sherman. I'm sorry, William, William Sherman. William Tecumseh. William Tecumseh Sherman. <laughs> I wish. Dude, I, I had to do a. Lieutenant Hoplite had named his baby Grant or Sherman. That would have I, been. I, I had to do so a staff funny. presentation on that when I was at the uh, military police officer basic course. Nice. At Kennesaw Mountains. I'm very familiar with the battle. Uh, yeah, Lieutenant Hoplite could have chosen a bunch of different names. Like So good. Like Braxton? Burnside? Braxton? Eh, not Braxton. Or how about Gordon? I would have taken Gordon. Gordon's pretty good. Gordon's a strong name. Yeah. Grant though. I have a I have a nephew named Grant. Grant, Grant is strong. a first name. I like yeah. it. That's good. Jackson. Jackson, we would have all been friends <laughs> of that one. Everybody's on board. Undead or otherwise. We <laughs> like Jackson. Right. No matter <laughs> which side you're on, it's all good. That's right. Uh, the Battle of Liet. Like Lincoln? No, too far. It's <laughs> That's going to be canceled. Yep, yep. Uh, the Battle of Liet, 1944. And Braxton has a has a note here. I mean, he could have not... named it. I'm still on this. I love this topic. <laughs> Simon? Could he have Harold? named Sickles? Go way How back. about Sickles? No, no. Too, too, too much. Sickle cell? Too close to Sickle cell. Yeah. It'd be controversial later on. <laughs> like Daniel Sickles. I like it. North. Hmm. <laughs> Too soon. Could he have named his son Peach, or Peach Orchard? <laughs> Shiloh. That's a good name. No. 
Too, Shiloh's overdone. That's too much. That's too, <laughs> too much. <laughs> How about Pitts, Pittsburgh Landing? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's, Pitts, Pittsburgh Landing is Shiloh adjacent, but it's not. All right, sorry. Okay, let's let's continue. So Didn't good. mean to disrupt the quiz. Braxton has a note that says not. I don't know how to say this. L e y t e, Liet Leet. I don't know. He says not Leet Liet. Late late, late golf late, late golf golf not late golf just the battle of late okay nineteen forty four my commander is Tomoyuki Yamashita who is yours you could say MacArthur I guess remember the name of the quiz yeah I don't remember the name. what what's the name of the quiz again podcast quiz light. I, would say I mean, MacArthur. we could just go with MacArthur. <laughs> it is MacArthur. Oh, nice. See, Braxton, this is the kind of quiz we want. Like, you're not supposed to be trying to embarrass us <laughs> in front of everybody. People are in their cars cheering. Yeah. It's so good. Come on. Braxton's always trying to, like, make it. Like, we didn't know we were going to elevate the intern to some, some gigantic, like, he's so much better than the rest of us. <laughs> it's an ancient big dick contest. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is a this is a slightly different question. Name that fighter for each listed model of U.S. aircraft. Give the name it is associated with. Oh, I don't know this one. This is good. F six F. Give me the name of the plane. Oh, F six F. I'm leaning Corsair, but I could be wrong. You could be correct. You have to say it though. We'll go Corsair. I love it. It is the Hellcat. I oh, am. That's a great question. It's Braxton, you've, you've, I, I take back everything bad I said about you. This is a great question. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Yeah. These are day questions. I, I love hard like, work. I, I, don't hard the, work. I don't know aircraft stuff, but this is great. F4. I'm gonna, I'm gonna F4. But now it's got to be the other one. What? Well, what, so, so the the other one was the Hellcat. Yeah. Right. This has to be the Corsair, or is there another third model they had? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm trying to think. I should. I actually like this stuff, so I'm trying to remember. Mm -hmm. I'll just say it's the Corsair this time because that's fun. Oh, you hurt my heart. It's the Phantom. Ah, oh. uh, fuck. Oh, the F4 Phantom. Fuck yes, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. Such an ugly, beautiful plane. Great Deep. questions, Braxton. Love is it. Phantom, is the Phantom Vietnam then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was the main that was the main bomber, right? They went out and because I can't get a copy of downtown, that's the problem, so I don't know. <laughs> that is the problem. The F fifteen. I know that one. Falcon. Or the fighting, so. fighting Falcon? Fighting Falcon? Falcon? It's your call. Yeah, Caleb. what they've said. Eagle. I thought the 16 was the eagle. It's a bird of prey. It counts. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. I thought the 16 was the eagle. No, the 16 is the fighting falcon. God damn it. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to be wrong. I don't know. We're going up. We're going up in numbers here. F-105. I almost, I almost just said the name. 
Is this Sky Raider? Is this the Sky Raider? I don't know. I'm going to go with Sky Raider because I don't know. <laughs> Thunder Chief. I've never heard of that. The Sky Raider is A1. Uh, F117. This is a stealth. Isn't that the stealth one? Oh. I'm not a Air it Force is. guy. It is. Is that going to help you get it? No, he's got to guess it. I'm trying to think. Caleb has to guess it. I think it's a it's a stealth bomber. Stealth bomber? Isn't it stealth bomber? What what's the what's the name? Jesus, who knows? Like Hellhawk? I'm gonna start going BattleTech stuff. <laughs> <laughs> After 1946, I forget. I have no idea then. <laughs> Is it the Republican record burner? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, God. Is it the document destroyer? <laughs> it is the Nighthawk. Oh, never. Sounds like an yeah, 80s yeah. TV show. Yeah. It yeah, literally just sound like Battletech robots. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> These are like clan or schmecks. That's right. Great question, Braxton. That, that was great. That was, that was joy. fantastic. Fantastic, though. Next oh, quiz. Thunder Chief. Fuck Thunder Chief. God damn. So good. It's time for name that ship that sunk. For each description, <laughs> name the ship that is being described. Good luck. Name so that this ship point, that this sunk. Might, these might be the first questions that I think that you would have been better off picking Jason to help you. <laughs> I would have gotten, I think, three or four of them. The, the aircraft, definitely. Yeah. You don't realize this, Jason, but it's the grass's way of getting you to have to answer questions I know, in the future. I know. <laughs> Plus, but then it's going to be all. Plus, you, then you don't. Stuff. You also don't have to listen to me trying to like read the questions, which is brutal. <laughs> yeah, someone's doing a game for you, and it's just going to be like different cannons from like eighteen oh eight or something. <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, which ones yeah. are breech loaded? Breech loaded versus oh, rifle? No yeah, idea. I'll, I'll go through those. We can go through those for 1870. All right. All right. Name that ship that sunk. All right. Launched in August of 1940 and sunk in April of 1945 during Operation Tango. I was 862 feet long and weighed 71,659 pounds fully loaded. I would just guess Yamato based off the the size and the years. Launched in when? 40. 1940. Oh, no, that's, that's too early. I'm betting it's one of the, uh, it's got to be one of the American ships that got kamikaze, I bet. So launch, I'm sorry, can Jason, can you repeat one more time? Sure. Because we're, we're a little bit, we're a little drunk at this yep. point, and so. and it's it's a lot of numbers. Right. Launched in August of 1940 mm-hmm. and sunk in April of 1945 during Operation Tango. I was 862 feet long and weighed 71,659 pounds. No fully idea. Loaded. I'll go with the. Uh, he said Quiz Light Indianapolis. The Yamato. Oh, it wasn't. Shit. I thought that thing got built earlier, like Dave did. No, I, th- I didn't think it got built that early. 
I, th- I think I think it's the sync date. <laughs> yeah. I lose that bitch. No, it was actually it was the launch date that fucked me up. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, I didn't think it launched that early. All right, my personal bias. That thing never makes it to forty-five oh, in my oh, Empire of the Sun oh. games. And I'm also going to file a violation with the league rules because I'm not com- I, I'm not sure it got really launched in forty. I, mean, I think that was <laughs> like maybe for training exercises, but I don't think. Nice. Yeah. Whenever they smash the champagne on it, right? Yeah. Whatever. Alright. <laughs> All right. Saki in this case. <laughs> sure. Uh, launched in March of 1914, I capsized and sunk during the attack on Pearl Harbor in December of 1941. I was refloated in 1943, but was determined to be too damaged to return to service. In 1947, I was being towed to San Francisco for a Memorial Day event and sunk during a storm. So not Arizona. Nope. Because <laughs> Arizona is still there. Still there. Uh, not Texas. Uh, we talking Oklahoma? That feels right to me, off the top of my head. Let's do it. Let's do it for John's sake. It is the Oklahoma for John's oh, sake. <laughs> John, you just scored us a point, buddy. Love it. This is a very brief. Clue, I was the sister ship of the German battleship Bismarck. Oh, and I want to just say, too, also, I just had the Boulevard Irish, but a good L. So good. I could tell, just like you're, it's lingering in your mouth. Like, I could hear it. It's, I love it. It's, it, it I'm, sounds I'm, good. I'm drinking it right next to the microphone right now. <laughs> Get up on it. Mm. Really good. It was in my mustache. I like that. That's the best. Oh, yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. So Oklahoma, we just scored a point. <laughs> That's four. I was the sister ship of the German battleship Bismarck. Mm. Okay. Sister ship. I'm already in trouble. I would have done not as good on these questions, for the record. The important part is we're actually going to end up recording this podcast. It's all good. We yep. got, yeah, we're good. Yeah, right. it's like we got it. People have to know we got this right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so sister ship of Bismarck. Yep. All right, and so what's the actual question? Jeff? That's it. That's the that's the whole. Is question. it uh, Scharnhorst? I'm trying to think of different. Yeah, it is, is Scharnhorst. I'm right? going to say I think it's a Scharnhorst. There were there were other ones though, right? They didn't no. they have okay. I think they only had like two or three because they didn't build that many. I, I I'm just throwing things out there. I don't know what's up. Yeah. Sean Horse. Let's do Sean Horse though. That sounds super right. The Turpits. The tur- what the fuck is the yeah. Turpits? Wait. Well, I don't think they ever built. Them. Oh, I'm a jackass. I've never heard of either of those. The Bismarck. No, the the Sean Horse. How dare you, Sean Horse? Like that, that. That is a how dare you moment where yeah. I say. You've never heard of the Bismarck? I have how, heard of the Bismarck. And you're like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Sister ship means it's a different country. I'm, I'm flipping out my credentials, my wargaming credentials. I've heard of the Bismarck, <laughs> you fuck. You, 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 you blatant, son of a bitch. You blatant how fuck. How dare you? How dare you do that? 
Launched launched in May of 1916, I was part of Force. I'm going to say Zed. Okay. In 1941, which was tasked in reinforcing colonial garrisons in the Far East. Oof. Not a good good strategy, by the way. On December 10th, 1941, I was sunk by an aircraft alongside another ship. Weren't they also tasked with uh, defending, like, people putting bubblegum on floors in Singapore? Like, like, let's bring in the Navy for that. Like, like Singapore has a lot of... I think this is before that. Okay, maybe. But I still think... Oh, you don't think back then Singapore had strict rules? I think Singapore probably was pretty strict all along, but that's fine. In 41? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very colonial rules. So are you, are you arguing that bubblegum was not a colonial factor back then? Did bubblegum exist in 1941? Yeah. I guess it probably did. I don't know. <laughs> On December 10th, 1941, I was sunk by an aircraft alongside another capital ship. So there's a hint. It's a capital yeah. ship. What was the, the name of that ship? <laughs> that other ship was the HMS Prince of Wales. Oh, then I know which. We're, <laughs> we're the, the other re- capital We're the revenge yeah. You, sir, are the repulse. Repulse? Damn. Ah, I was confident. I missed, I missed it by one verb. So close. <laughs> I missed so it by the Prince of Wales until you clarified that. Yeah, I would never guess that, too. I was 100% there was revenge. <laughs> <laughs> another Prince very brief Another very brief one. I was right. on the first major war. I was the first major warship to be sunk by a kamikaze attack. Hmm. On October twenty fifth, nineteen forty four. Wow. No idea. Which I don't know that I realized there were three years between. I guess that makes sense though between Pearl Harbor and Kamikaze attacks. So you didn't really get that there was a big difference between forty one and forty four. No, I'm saying like the 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 methodology of kamikaze attacks oh. being that much later well that's why to to taller craig is so great because there's this a card that they play at some point when they're playing it's Dicenso, which is the uh the uh pacific mm. version and that's when they play this card which says from now on we have to be committed to doing this they have to make that decision between uh kamikaze and not kamikaze nice this it's a great. big it's a big commitment it's great yeah yeah because they they ran a good pilots so and that's when they decided like we'll do this mm-hmm. now yeah let's let's throw them yeah so wall. i think what kamikaze does for the the japanese in the game is it says that because uh, this is a wargaming podcast after all well it, it it gives them a bonus but it means they can never again uh do proactive uh actions so once they go to oh, kamikaze defense then they can no longer do proactive uh, uh, options. They're all they're committed to only defense because they've committed <laughs> to this kind of kamikaze philosophy. That makes sense. But it gives them a big, a big bonus. But so that's what's great for the Soviet, the, the uh, not Soviet, but the the Japanese player. He's like, because they get to make I, that do decision. Do I pick it? Do I play the card? Do I do it or not? Or yeah. So so guys should play that game. That's a great game. Hundred percent. Dicenso is really good. I keep on meaning to pick it up. Yeah. So, uh, so what? What do you know? The first ship that was sunk by Kamikaze attack. I remember Dan Carlin telling can, about it, man. I, don't I, know can, I can. I can guess. 
I'm going to guess it's either a, uh, it's probably an escort ship. It's probably like a cruiser or something like that. Uh, which would be named after a city or town like Indianapolis or Chicago or so I, I don't know. Caleb can guess it. I don't know. Let's just say Chicago. I have no idea. Nice. USS St. Lowe. Yeah. I, I knew it was a town. Chicago's a good guess. Well, All right, Dave, it's bonus time. Here we go. So, uh, Caleb, these are bonus questions. So we all know, like, you don't have to, like, ask any bonus questions if you don't want to. or the, These are all just extra stuff. I mean, like, if you feel like relaxing and not doing them, you don't have to do them. That's fair. They'll still count against you, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, there there is a question <laughs> that. I mean, they might count against you, but, I mean, you don't have to do them. But, I mean... I've been surprised. I can hear what the new bonus questions will be. So let's do it. So, yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you didn't want to do them, you don't have to do them. Try. You could. I think we should. Wow. I'm here for it. And these are, these are, these, these are harder. Oh, no. Braxton's back to true form. Well, it sounds like Jason really wants to do bonus questions. I'm I'm into bonus. I'm I'm all about the bonus. Let's do them. Let's ride it in. Where, where in the fuck did they fight? Mm. Name the battle. Because Jason saw the questions. It's like, these are good questions. This is very hard. Though Name I have the... to say, I got to say, the, the fighter aircraft questions were fucking fantastic. It's one of my favorites. I loved it. That was great. Name the war, battle, campaign, or operation that each listed military persona is most known for commanding or commanding in. All right, here we go. Gaius... Terentius Varro. Gaius Terentius Varro. I would say, do you got any guesses here? I think it's the Woods fiasco, but that's a guess. Varro? Uh, is it? It is. It, or, or is it uh, Is it when they were surrounded by the Carthaginians? You know what? You might be right because I think I'm thinking of a different guy because they both have a V. I mean, there is the whole thing where you lost my legions. That whole cry. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But I think that's a different. But but there is there's also a thing where there's like uh, remember they 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 were surrounded by the Carthaginians and they crushed and they they because each guy commanded a different portion of the army each day. Right. Where what? But there's things like I don't know where that is either. I mean, there is the whole thing where he's like, Varro, where are my legions? Did he say Varro? Yeah, like I think that? it was Varus in that case. Well, we'll see. So I'm going to leave it up to you. Uh, but yeah, Is it Turnblad Forest? I'm going to say Turnblad Forest because I don't know the other place. So it's one. It's either the, the Carthaginians attacking or the forest, the Germans yeah. attacking. The Germans forest. in the forest. Which I think is like Turdabong Forest or something. He's picking the forest. Okay. It is the Battle of Canae. Oh, I picked the right oh, one. God. Oh. Right here too, I'm just like, damn it. Oh, Caleb. I'm so sorry you stuck <laughs> on that. I know. I'll be here, though, for many of our other podcast guests who want to. That's right. 
I'm just sitting here thinking when I hear Dan Carlin tell me these things constantly. I'm just like, son of a god. <laughs> oh, mother How about Frederick Barbarossa? Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Written on that guy. And what do we have to pick up him? Tell me the war battle campaign or operation he's most associated with. No, well, I mean, to be honest, the Crusades is what he led, but. Give, give me he a number. The, he is the namesake for for, for the invasion of, of Russia. So that's I'm not diff- sure. That's different. I'm not, I'm not it's, sure. It's not that one. It's okay. not that one. Yeah. So he's part of the Crusades. Give me a number. That's it. That's all I'm going to give you. <laughs> I'm going to say. Mean, I think it's the Caleb, third I'm you, He is a Crusades guy. It's early. It's early it is, Crusades. It is one in fact two. the third Crusade. Stay small, baby. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because if you're going to say me what Barbaros is best known for, I'm going to tell you it's probably Operation Barbaros. Right. Right. The man himself. How about Johann Bonner? Boehner. Spelling, please. B A N E R. Boehner? Johan. Nope. I have no idea. Don't help. I'm trying to think. Something. It's a war, not a battle that I'm looking for. I'm going to try. Let me think about it for two seconds. Let's see here. It always gets serious at the bonus. Yeah, like, I'm wondering if it's Seven Years' War or if it's, like, Italian Wars or some shit. I'll just be hella wrong and say that it is, like, Italian Wars. Like, Second Italian Wars, maybe? Nice. 30 Years' War. Close. You're right. Close. Pikes. You're right. You're right. (laughs) George Dewey. Dave, do you know this guy? I vote Harry Truman. (laughs) <laughs> that's not a war Korean war? <laughs> well you said George Dewey I don't think yeah. that's a war either I know you, George Dewey commanded somewhere oh, was he Was he in the Korea was it Korea war, war yeah, Korean war For some reason that sounds like it's right going with that I'll go with that Spanish-American War. Oh, we never got that. I know, outside of Roosevelt, nobody knows. (laughs) Nobody else matters. (laughs) Togo Hel Hachiro. Hachiro. Togo Hel Hachiro. We're looking for a battle here. Right. That's not a Japanese name I've ever heard before. So you're looking for a battle, like for what? Like a like a fight? Naval fight? Well, so Togo Hel Hachiro commanded in a in a battle. I, I need that battle name. Sasewaga. Say that again. Like 
Aswaga or something. Asu I can't do the Japanese for it really well, but I think it's like because I think it's a Sengoku Jidai battle. That's what I'm gonna say. Like it's it starts the day. Okay, the Battle of Tsushima. Oh, nice. Ah, uh, damn. Oh, that's a that's a pretty battle. solid. That's five. a well known battle. Yeah, it's it's Tsushima in. I'm hoping that comes out. The Tin Cat guy is supposed to be doing one with it, and oh, Tsushima's a pretty famous battle. Yeah. Wonder if it's in Ran. Hmm. I've got both of those. I should see. Anyways. Dig it. Samurai are the best. I love it. <laughs> so in the spirit of doing like a early 2023 thing, are there any games theoretically coming out this year you guys are looking forward to? Yes, one sec. Yeah, I, I should probably do the same thing. <laughs> Got to pull up the list. <laughs> Dave, how about you? Like, like I'm sorry, like this period. Like, what are we talking about? No, just like games that might come out this year. Is there anything you're looking forward to, especially? Let me see. I'm at my GNT pre-orders and checking what's happening. I, I'm, I have none. I am uh, only willing to talk about new games. <laughs> not not hypothetical games? Nope. That's fair. Games that I'm interested in playing within the next five to ten minutes. Nice. Like, we have War, the, we have uh, uh, war and Peace, right? We're going to oh, play yeah. that at Solcon. Uh, do we want to talk about Solcon or any of that stuff? Or what are you doing? We could do that. I don't know where you're you don't, you don't have any pre-orders you're looking forward to? Uh, not, not as much. I think for me, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if uh, the new I don't, Grand Takes Command onto Richmond boxes coming out this year. That's a that's a two hundred dollars. I'm very much looking forward to spending. Norman Conquest, of course, Men of Iron, hot and heavy. I think, I think I've always I think I've already got the Rantix Command thing. Oh yeah, the original one. No, I mean I'm saying I think I already paid for that. So oh, I haven't paid for mine yet. And then Caleb on the Levian campaign, the like Plantagenets. That's I I have Inferno, but Plantagenets I'm super looking forward to. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Is that's going to I expect it to come out soon. Is Plantagenets that'll be hyped for? So I'll Jason, so Jason, what what have you been playing? Hmm. A little bit of a lot. Um, and I'm not, I'm not talking card games, trick playing <laughs> games, or anything like that. You don't, right? you don't so want to talk about all the no, innovation I've been playing, no, no, no. all what the lost cities played? I've been playing. What have you played? Um, so between the last time we recorded, I actually played quite a bit. Played Skyhawk, the new Revolution game. Uh, it is what I thought it would be. I guess is what what I'll say about that. 
um, House of Normandy from Hollandsville. Is, is that good or bad? I it's just they're fine. It's just not those games aren't for me. Um, and I knew that going in. I knew what I was getting. But in what, what way? When you talk to a gamer, like what are you talking about? Like you're like I don't like the game. What is it's that? it's not that I don't like it. Um, so it's like B seventeen Queen of the Skies or any of those. So it's like ran, random, like it's, random it's, results. You, you move your counter. You roll on a table. You react to the results. You move your counter. You roll on a table. You react to the results. And and that's really it. And and I played it. I don't know three or four times. And it's it's a fun like pastime. Like as as a player when you're playing it. Who who are you playing as? Are you a guy who doesn't know anyone else who likes wargaming? Like you're by yourself. Are you off on a satellite, stranded, like no no chance of resupply? So now I, you're going to play this game? Is that the way <laughs> potentially. it goes? Right? Potentially. I mean, like, um, like that's what I'm saying. Like you're kind of playing the mission commander. Um, you're also kind of being the pilot because it's just one counter. Um, and it's, it's, like I said, it's, it's, it's a pastime. Like it's, and I can see a lot of people, a lot of people right. are into it. Like this system, there's a ton of games in it. Those guys are, seem like they're very like alone people. They're, they're but struck. I like solo games. Like it's not, it's not that it's just how much, how much impact does your decision have on what you're actually doing? And that's the thing. There's not a lot of tactical and or strategic decisions right. to make you get to load your plane and then you just kind of see what happens that's cool. which i could see where you know where that's that's fun and and there's a certain aspect of it because it 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 is kind of on rails it's kind of telling you a story in, in, in the end you're a guy living off somewhere in maine that's right who just something just, happened to him because what happened to his <laughs> bomber just i'm just right that's right got this old war wound or maybe you, you just lost your arm in the gold days who knows who knows <clears throat> Um, what was I going to say that it it's very, and, and maybe this is not correct, but to me, it seems like the play testing for this game was only done in vassal because it's super unergonomic on the table. So there's stuff like the counters are all single sided, which kind of took me by surprise. So That's there's <laughs> like, like the MIG counter in the game. The, the MIGs are abstracted, and the MIGs are either active or suppressed. Right. That's two counters. Your elevation is either you're on the carrier, you're low, you're medium, or you're high. That's There's no on the carrier, but that's three counters. There's low, medium, and high. Right. It's stuff like that, and there's, there's like the lock and load Kickstarter people on the counters which i am super not a fan of which is on another counter sheet so there's stuff like that and the the freaking skyhawks themselves there's like 20 of them and they're huge so make everything like the same size and then just make everything double-sided and and to me that would have made the game play a lot better and even there there was only one or two tables that were kind of out of sequence but there's a couple of tables that are like three, you know, maybe just two or three pages ahead in the playbook right. that you have to like flip to and then go back in the sequence of what you're doing, which is just kind of 
and annoying, I guess. It, it doesn't break the game. It, none of it breaks the game. The game is very playable. It's just not super ergonomic. Um, so it was stuff like that that was just kind of kind of irked me. And then it's just kind of you're on rails, which again, like there's a place for that. And and I get it. And I I knew what I was getting. And they're doing they're going to do a linebacker one, I think. And I'll probably get linebacker. that too. Linebacker, because why not? But yeah, it's just they're just not the games for me. House of Normandy is a Hollenspiel game. It's a I am like I have a I'm all about medieval England right now. So House of Normandy from nice. Hollenspiel is again, it's it's fine. It's a very simple system. It it does what it does. Um, but it's not men of iron, and at this point, anything that's not men of iron is is gonna irk me. Good. Uh, Bactor and I played Second Fleet a lot. Uh, finished up Atlanta is ours with Jonathan. Started Roads to Getty, Gettysburg with Duck, Backdoor, and Paul, which we've only played one turn, but God, I love GCACW. A little solo Stonewall Sword and lots and lots of Men, men of Iron. Solo, Oppose, playtesting, all of it. I've got all of them away. I need to get it played, though. It's 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 that and GCACW is all I want to play. So, like, my reviews for the podcast aren't going to be great because really all I want to play well, is Caleb, the same. Well, Caleb, you're also like like pro, uh, you're pro men men and iron like that system. I think I'm going to be. I haven't played it, so I can't like say that. I played GBOH right now, which I am went from like. Literally, I, I got a bunch of titles through various ways and had never played it. And I was really like, I think it was Paul. I was like, let's play. Someone need to play Hoplite. And I was like, I have it. Let's play. And we played. And I was like, shit, I can't sell these because they're good. <laughs> right. So now I have them all. And I'm going to keep them because that system's great as well. Yeah. So you, but you're up, you're up for it. You're not like there's games where you're like, I'm not going to play these games. Right. No, they're awesome. Like, yeah. what I really liked about um, Hoplite specifically is. Most of the missions in that book or box you can play in a two three hours. Yeah, like they just you just cruise. The only one in there I don't think you could get done in a night is Platea, which makes sense because it's fucking Platea, and it's just massive. There's so many Persians. <laughs> the best thing about Hoplite is like your Hoplite blocks when they run, they're dead forever. Because right, that, 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 <laughs> yeah, I got that from Hoplites when we started playing it when it first came out. I it, it was pretty clear that. Hoplites are great until they fail, and that's it. Just disintegrate. It's I was just like, oh, I feel that's what's so cool about that system is like it has like a, it's got guts, and then depending on what title it is, they add like advanced rules so that you get your period feel. Because I was right. like looking at these, I was like, this one's cool. What does Julius Caesar do different? And I was like, holy shit, it does a million things differently, but it has the same basic. Like you know how to do a combat. There's just additional like throw pillar or whatever the Romans were doing. In the samurai one, you've got head taking. Love that. It's awesome. I'm looking. I, that's probably the game that I own and want to play this year. Next is going to be the samurai and Ron. Nice. Yeah, I keep. I flirt with getting those, and I just. I don't know. Really the, I, I do like GPOH and yeah, Japanese shit. I'm just all about. Yeah, that's me. And then on that, you should... I know it's its own little system, but grab Tenkaisatsu. That game rules. I've heard such mixed things. Dave, you didn't like that, right? Which one? I've, I've heard mixed things about it. 
Well, tank, tank, the Tenkat Datsio games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're they're very rigid, and they also there is a path that you follow mm. through the commands. Uh, I think GBOH is a much looser system. I like I like it loosey goosey. Yeah, that one is going to be very specific about what happens. Yeah, I, I will not disagree. They are kind. Some of them are pretty scripted. And I think Tenkatsio is more like, yeah, specific about what's going to happen when something occurs. Yeah, well, I guess when I, and when I played it, I've only played against someone else like once. I've solitaired it like eight times and enjoyed oh, it every yeah, time. That's cool. Yeah. So. Well, this is where tribes, the, the clans do different things based on what things happen. Yeah, and I don't know if the one side can, because I think I remember when you talked about it originally, like, Sekiyahara, I don't know if the one side can win. Unless yeah. they dice the shit out of the other person. They can. They right. can. I've won as both sides. Oh, nice. Is that in Sekiyahara, Jason? Mm -hmm. yeah. Or, or Tenkate Tuitso? No, sorry, Tenkate. sorry. Sorry, the Battle of Sekiyahara in oh, Tenkatsatsu. Sorry, sorry, yeah. yeah, I don't think sorry. I think you've won, I don't sorry. think you've won as, as both sides I am not. <laughs> in that game. Oh. Yeah, same battle, different game system. <laughs> There's <laughs> only one Sekiyahara in my heart because you were you're so confident that I was like, yeah, I don't think I that actually happened. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So I, think, I I played a bunch of really good games during this period. Uh, one is. Uh, and I know people are going to be like, whatever. So we, we're talking about all these other games, uh, Segihara, and uh, we played War of eighteen twelve by Academy Games. Oh, nice! So Who'd I you had play a, that with. I had a young gamer. Oh, that's been, right. I've been kind of like I got my guy. I've been bringing in little net runner. We've been playing some games. He's interested in like historical games, so we did a little War of eighteen twelve. Uh, man, it it worked really well. Those Columbia games are so good. You know, and I, yeah, it's, it's it's Academy, right? So it's like oh, Academy. Oh, okay. Same thing. Take of the wrong one. But Academy, it's like uh, so right away. People are like, well, you know, it's fucked up. It's going to be fucking uh, uh, Euro gaming, board gaming. But I got to tell you, it's it's not a bad game, and it kind of. Uh, it stresses that kind of system where you're rolling dice and you want to have different mixed groups because the more groups you have that are involved, the more likely that groups can be activated by the dice that you roll. You know, there's that kind of thing where you want to spread them out. Um, I think he played really well. He really enjoyed it. And we played like a really light, uh, like kind of, War of 1812 type of situation where I was I was being the French, she was being the US, and uh, I think we liked it. So I think it really played well. So I, I'd say that for guys. Guys hate the Academy games. They always want to like talk shit about them. They don't play well. You have to pull out a bag to pick dice or whatever. Uh, I think it was a really good game, and I think we really, really enjoyed it. And it's good to kind of bring in like younger players for sure. Them used like like he was a young guy and he's like really interested and we played a great game from him so those those games like yeah they're they i think they have their place it's there's nothing wrong with with the kind of lighter war game yeah, yeah. and i think it, it went really well i, I mean 
and there's cards you play like oh we're going to swim across like we have canoes we swim across that or whatever he really enjoyed it it was good i think i played that back in the day that's fun I've seen them at my store. I had no idea what they were, though. Well, but it's, it's great just like... because also you roll dice. Sometimes you roll dice and like your guys will flee. Like oh, you're right. gonna you're, you you do the attack. Out. You're gonna do the attack, and your own guys run away. <laughs> it's like it's a great game. I like it. What else have you been playing? I did Valor of the Guards. Oh, that's right. No, this is ASO. You and Petey are back on it. Right, so Pete and I played. Uh, we got started. We did some small scenarios with it. Um, I think Pete's done better than me. Like, he's really fucking me up. He's a Germans. I'm in Soviets. So he's been driving me out of positions. But uh, it's still fun. We're doing it. It's called it's ASL. The, it's, in the scenario, it's called eviction notice. So maybe, that, maybe that's appropriate. And then I've done a, let's see what else I got. I got an OCS case blue. Who are you playing that with? Oh, Lawrence. Checks out. Right. So, so you might say, hey, who, who is there any, someone who's playing case blue right now? Yeah, we are. Fucking A. And we're doing the entire thing from uh, south of Moscow all the way down. I think I hopped in one night when you guys were going, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, we're like, okay, we, we have to do our fighter sweeps. That's going to take about 14,000 right? <laughs> That's what you, yeah, that was what you like. <laughs> and then I'm doing uh, Vietnam with Mike. Uh, me and Hollywood, we're doing Vietnam. Uh, I've been doing really well. Because <laughs> the 65, so the first scenario we did, uh, Mike was like, I'm, I'm going to bring in like a shitload of U.S. troops. And uh, this is Vietnam 65 to 75. And uh, Mike's like, I'm going to bring in a ton of troops. And it did not work out well for him. So then we kind of reset the campaign. So now we're starting up again. And uh, Mike has brought in less U.S. troops. But I have Smart. to say, we are still convincing and educating the population. Yep, of you got to yep, spread those pamphlets. Options. That's right. Yep. We're, we're spreading them out. We, Paul and I, and we only got a few turns in. I think I like the scenarios better. I don't like all the other shit. I like the the camp. the The scenarios are a little bit more focused. I'm not sorry. Are you saying you don't like the the main game, <laughs> the full scenario, like war? Vietnam? As much. Who Who are you talking to? Of course, oh I'm gonna gosh. like. I'm gonna like the basic version, whatever. I like the scenarios. You can play Master White Wing in an evening. You can play absolutely ten no, no, in no. a day. Okay. Or, so yeah. So here's what you do: you play Master White Wing, and then once you fuck up the other guy, you say, "Now I'd like to play the Vietnamese." <laughs> let's play the campaign. Okay. We've played for three hours. Now let's play for eight hundred hours. I mean, I don't I, know. I, I just like the focus of it. Well, no. the The best jam is. When it's at the end of a season, it's like season two, like like maybe summer two, and you're like, he's got a couple guys left, and you're like, well, you're gonna uh, do any operations? And the U.S. player is like, no, I'm good. You're like, you're like, you sure? And they're like, no, because they know if the second that you fucking yep. say no, 
uh, that the VC is going to run get their guys into all the towns yep, and capture all the cities. Yep. <laughs> but that's what that's spreading the, the good word. That's the, that Can I introduce you to our Lord and Savior, Uncle Ho? The tension's great, and yeah. so I, the problem is, as a VC player, like it's it's fun that you're doing it, but the real joy is the uh, U.S. player. So Ferrari's venture, it's 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 Hollywood. So he gets to feel that kind of dread where he's like, well, I could stop here. He might, even, <laughs> he, he might even have some guys left over who are still available. He's like, but if I don't use, if I use them, then one the VC is going to just go in and fucking like trash all my towns. And like, like there's, you always feel like there's some people that I'm leaving left over. Then you are, but you have to. I know it's great. That's why it's, it's great. beautiful. Yeah. That's why it's the best game ever. It is. Yeah, it's the best game because the player is tortured by that fact. He's like, Ugh. like there's like I have like three brigades I could still use of U.S. infantry, but if you use them, and then they're exhausted, then I'm going to fuck the shit out of everything <laughs> you've controlled and you thought you had and you can't do anything because they're exhausted. And even but even as the VC player, like if you get overconfident, like I what we were playing and I got super smug cuz I was, you know, he couldn't hit me. I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to fuck you up." Well, FYI, the VC aren't very good at pursuit. So, yeah, mm. you can make that attack, but you're going to get fucked up yeah. if you can't get away. And no, that's exactly. exactly what no, I've had that happen it's, too. I've, I've learned so that good. lesson. The lesson learned is because if you get in there and you get tied into a fight, yeah, as you gotta, VC, you, you can't get you can't get out of it. <laughs> yeah, you're and then they're going to just sit there and like, start oh, hammering you on casualties. Can I introduce you to Mister Helicopter? But 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 I've seen the same mistake that the U.S. player makes where he drops into my hex right and then he's like he's like no he drops into my hex i'm like oh i'm a regiment (laughs) yeah exactly and he's like oh shit well i thought this was gonna be my last operation i was gonna run for this (laughs) turn and i only have like two two airlift points two fresh guys like i was just hoping this was gonna be a wrap-up and i'm like oh no this is gonna be you got greedy we're about to run an opera based on this experience and then you just work his ass up it's the best it's the beauty of the game it's fucking it's it is the best fucking game for that it's insane i played the first four scenarios with trip and like but one of the first things we learned is like don't be in the same head (laughs) right don't be in the same hex exactly you're not getting out of that you know you 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 will die you want to drop sometimes it can happen great where the the advantage is if you drop into a sex it's great um because it's harder for him to get out if you're in the hex but then but you have to know what you're getting into one you drop time on a regiment you're yeah. one time they will teach you why you never do that ever yeah <laughs> and that's what's beautiful in the game you're like even in 68 you're like yeah Remember that lesson we learned back in '65? Like we're never doing. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new general now. He's right. he's got to learn that lesson. Yeah, and you talk, and it's fun to like go through the units. And uh, I, I talked to Mike about it. Mike and I we're, we're playing it, and so Mike and I'll be like, I'm like, yeah, that's why you bring in the 23rd Division because they have that extra artillery unit. 
they can bring in. Like there's discounts based on different units you bring in or whatever. It's so uh, well designed. Yeah, it's like fuck, dude. Yeah, that like, detail is just. So Mike and I are playing it. We love it, and we we fucking riff off all the shit. We we should record probably Mike and I play. It. Oh, we, that'd we be have a great brilliant. Time. Hell yeah, and uh, and I feel like Mike is the, so we did that first time. Mike brought in too much too soon, and then I smoked his fucking ass. And then now we're like we've reset it to where now we're like we're in a more of a, a sixty-five scenario that's more reasonable based on deployment. Because I think the first one Mike and I did, we were like, no. I told Mike at some point, I'm like, you can't win. Like you've you've brought in. You've re- created too many VC troops. Love it. But right now we're about mid sixty-five, and I think we're doing well. And part of it is too. Part of it is too. Personally, I love Mike. Like Hollywood's my bud. We're always going to play. And so I was like, "That's the guy I want to play this fucking mm-hmm. game." Yeah, so, you got <laughs> to get in there. Yeah. So when he does stuff, I'm like, "Oh, Mike, do you think you want to do that?" I'm always <laughs> like, "Mike, I don't think that's a great Let's idea." Let's talk through the implications. Right, right. So, Jason, are you playing a Vietnam 65, 75 right now? No, Paul and I were playing, and um, I don't have any free time during the week, and we brought up the idea of playing another four-player GCACW game or campaign. Uh, and so Paul and I sacrificed our, our Vietnam game yeah. to the gods of GCACW. Is there anyone else who's playing Vietnam? Uh, Mitch is, right? Mitch and I think Johan are playing. No, they're doing bar. I thought Mitch was playing. He's playing Vietnam with somebody. See, he keeps posting pictures about it. Well, anyway, so we're, we're doing great. It's we the love best. It. Yeah. And, uh, and, of course, it's buds, right? So we're just like, hey – uh, just a good time. What time can we meet up? Let's uh, we do it, like, and we run through all the the. You have to run through all the fucking. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's beautiful, dude. You run through so all the uh, South Vietnamese uh, like political things. We have to run through all the the conflicts they have. Him trying to get rid of oh, the yeah, right. yeah. all the that urban. shit. Yeah, we do all that shit. <clears throat> so good. I want to take a whack at it sometime, like the campaign, but who knows when I'll actually be able to schedule it's it. It's a lot. Yeah. It's worth it. Well, we, I, don't, I don't know what that means. I mean, I, I think that would be like what we set up when we say like, hey, uh, we're ready for operational. Uh, does anyone want to like, like at that point, uh, Caleb, would you decide? Yeah, I want to run, run an operation. Is that how that would work? I'm not sure. I think I'm confused. No, I mean, would you be like, I, I want to run an operation during the the phase, or? Oh no, no he's saying play like, his own campaign. Play his own, play his own campaign. Oh, you would run it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, with someone else, like whoever run it to. Yeah, it's just really hard. It's really yeah. hard to run anywhere else. Like it's like not like you could stop and be like, I want to run this thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna There's play so this. much behind it. Uh, no, you guys like we'll drop the airborne down, and then we're gonna play like, uh, like it's, <laughs> no, it's you're theor- not. <laughs> it's, it's theoretical, but I don't think anyone would ever, ever be comfortable with that. So. And how's uh, how's Starfleet battles going? 
Yeah. I'm is not, that what you guys are playing? Starfleet Battles? Yeah, I'm not. Which I'm one is play, it? I'm not going to play too much more, but. Okay. It's Caleb, what do you. What do you. <laughs> it is Star Treks. What have you been playing, Caleb? Uh, mostly Levian Campaign and GBOH. Some GBOH with Paul Hoplite. And then a metric shit ton of Nevsky. On Rally the Troops or. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I Inferno is my first of those. I am intrigued. I um I like that Jason's taking the the the, the, the <laughs> Well, the, I want to talk about Levian campaign. Point. So, no, I think you're good. You're good I, got, I got charged for Inferno and I was like, "What the fuck? I didn't pre-order this. I I only wanted Henry and Plantagenets." Like, uh, what the fuck? And and so I texted Matt, like, apparently I just got charged for Inferno. He goes, yeah, I was talking about it during the podcast. I think he must have drunk ordered it. <laughs> That's good, so though. It goes both ways. That checks out. I, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to play it on Tuesday. I'm super excited. I, it, I don't know. I, it's one of those games that there's so much to do that I don't know. I, I'm going to need to watch some videos or something to kind of see what's the flow of the game. So kind of yeah. give me give me your pitch because you're because you're on it. The number for, the first thing you learn about that game that I figured out so far is figuring out how not to lose basically, because the game has a win, all of the every system has this win condition that if you have no lords in the map you immediately lose the campaign. Checks out. And you can accidentally do it because <laughs> I mm. in like two of my rally games with Nevsky I was like, wait a minute, uh oh, and. Then, <laughs> had to do the thing it's like oh they're all gone and just like you lost <laughs> i was like shit but um yeah it's like it's weird it's logistics but there's also like strategy and like it's basically deciding when to fight that's a big part of the game is it a euro game no okay that was my concern and i've read the rules and i've you know i have it set up i'm like i don't know but yeah i i i when I got it, I was like, man, this looks like a lot of wood. But yeah, I, I kind of got that feel that it it is a very militaristic game. It's it's more, yeah, on yeah, that logistics side. This won't make much sense because I need to like, I've read through Moy a little bit. It's almost like Moy and Coin had a baby. <laughs> oh, interesting. Cause oh. The, yeah, because the really interesting thing is you have these art of war cards that you can like assign to lords and stuff like every during your levy phase and those and are those are like the special powers deal. and events and shit yeah they're the cap- they're big deal capabilities because like i had one card that was like a buff to it was just a knight's buff and i was outnumbered i was like i'm gonna lose this battle but i had this card and looked at it and i was like if i get dicey these templars might hold against this russian army that outnumbers me like four to one and I got lucky and won that battle. <laughs> nice. So that's really cool. There's lots of different unit types. And then there's like a, every game, like Inferno, the one you got, they all have like a different sub. Nevsky doesn't really have like a very detailed political system. It's the most beginner friendly one for sure. Because it's like there's very, there's not crazy advanced rules. Al, um, Almoravid would be tough to pick up if you hadn't played another one first. Because how the um, Muslims work in it are very weird. Hmm. 
And Inferno. It's interesting that that's the order they put them out in then. Because Inferno seems fairly approachable. Yeah. It's like the interesting about it is I think that like there's some of the lords can switch sides. Like there's a betrayal system it's got going hmm. on. But I haven't like the, I played the scenario I played was so small that that wasn't a thing in it. But I think in the larger space because it's it seems I started reading about them a little bit like the families and stuff to figure out what it was the plot. Because for me, I'm just like, woo, Middle Ages purchase. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I, I literally have yeah. every single one of them pre-ordered. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna end up getting Nevsky. I know. Yeah, you should. It, it's really good. Like it's just a really great. It's light and it's the um. Out of the three of them, I can confidently say like you can play most of the scenarios in it in an afternoon very quickly. Oh wow! Yeah, it's yeah, fast. Good once you know what's going on, it's fast. It's just like figuring out how the combat works and then doing it is basically the because the hits are automatic. Like when you do damage to each other. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then you're just making armor saves, depending on your armor type. So that's what's really interesting is like obviously knights are better at saving than like. Levy are, so it's like an easier dice roll. But if you roll a six anyways, you just lost your fucking knights. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. So and it happens all the time. And you know, even I, in Inferno, like the way you know you have like your little vassals that kind of sit on your on your like lord board or whatever is really really neat. Like the the action isn't really happening on the map so much; it's kind of off. Yeah, and you've got to decide if you want to like actually raise them because the more vassals you have in play, you've got to feed their asses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then just like, bring that with you. <laughs> exactly. They're just like moving it all around. Like I spent. Um, it worked out, but like in Nevsky, that's in the. I forgot. It's like the Lenovian Lord or whatever. He's got ships, and I just spent two turns just like basically making a small navy so that I could just terrorize the northern Russian beach side. And it worked because they never bothered me with that, but it took two turns of materialize doing that. Nice. I need to get on Rally the Troops and, and play that. It's a really good way to learn the system. Yeah, those games are, it's just so cool that they're able to zoom in. Like, it's. Volko's tricks that he's done with his coin games and stuff, where it's like, here's a card, and it makes this super flavorful for this era we're trying to represent. Nice. I'll be curious how like some of the later ones go. Henry's gonna slap. I already know it is. Yeah, but yeah, the the English ones really have my attention. They'll be so cool. I'm excited for Sekjik though. Xantian stuff would be neat. I think the only one I don't care about is. I'd have to check the Discord. There's like 20 of these things. Close in development. Yeah, and I think it's... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I think like five of those will never happen, right? Like someone's like, we're going to do this. And then they're like, oh, it's designing a game's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, I didn't think there was that many uh, on pre-order. Yeah, because right. really now it's just Seljuk, Henry, and Plantagenet. The one, at least from the Discord, that's going to happen for sure, I think, is Jan H or Jan Hus, which will be awesome. Hmm. I need to stay out of that Discord. I need to not. It's dangerous. Own sure. all of these. It's, well, it's going to be Hussite Wars, if you know anything about that. I don't. I don't. Check it out sometime. It's the coolest thing that I 
I learned about it because I was really into like from war game miniatures war gamings. I liked war wagons. Okay. <laughs> and nice. like the Hussite Wars are where they came from because it's like their little micro golden age where no one knew knew how to deal with wagon loggers because the Hussites were just like they were like religious zealots and peasants. But something they figured out is you know what knights can't deal with wagons with handguns on them. <laughs> Yeah. So they would make these little forts, and then these German knights would be like, Siegfried, I guess we charge it, and then they just get slaughtered. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, it's a crazy. I'm looking at it now. Era. Yeah, that's cool. So, but yeah, I don't know what else they do. It'd be cool to see if they like ever touch. I'd like to see another Islam title, basically, like something in the Muslim sure. world. Yeah. I'm sure they'll do something Crusades related at some point. Is that not what Seljuk is? Oh, I bet it, I need to look at more detail. I thought it was like maybe late Byzantium, but that could be what it is. It's how huh, interesting. Yeah. I was just looking at 1068 to 1071. Yeah. Interesting. I think this is the thing that triggers the Crusades. Like it's not the Crusade itself. Pre, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's fascinating. I don't, yeah. Just and the idea of the focus being right. It's kind of zoomed out a little bit from a, a typical war game, focusing on the logistics and then the feeding and all of that stuff is is kind of neat. Exactly. It just that it's like these can't it's not even like the whole war itself it's just the campaigns like henry's just the asian campaign not right that. right yeah, yeah that's neat I'm, I'm looking forward to getting this on the table i do recommend if you want to break if you get matt like it definitely grab did matt grab almoravid he has he has everything yeah okay cool yeah because almoravid i'll say one thing about it gorgeous looking Sure. Yeah. Com yeah. Compared to Nevsky, like Nevsky's really pretty too, and Inferno's not bad. But man, Almoravid, the production that went into it, hmm. insane. It's one of the nicest GMT games I've seen. I mean, I mean, at some point here, right? We're still podcasting. Are we just? Sure. Are we just jerking each other off? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we're we're talking GMT about. That's games. part of our job. Right. That's where we get all our sponsorship money is from jerking GMT. Just, just mention it because. This has been a pretty long jerk off that we've gone through. No, I'm 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 stoked to play it. I mean, Jason just went over here with our bassinet helms on and Harold. Oh no, I've, I've, <laughs> I, I I've sat through the whole thing. I've I've heard it all. You you've been here. But it's been a massive jerk off. <laughs> so I'm reading uh, the Mark. Like I, I'm I'm talking like like triple corded forearms. Yep. Like working off gigantic dicks <laughs> hey, at this point. Like, I'm all about medieval right now. Wow, it's okay. Yeah. Same. I'm here for it. It's no Star Treks. That's right. I'm gonna we'll need make, a drink. We'll make uh, That's a good idea. I, I gotta say, the part that I just sat through was impressive. <laughs> wow. Let's get a drink. You guys are right. definitely a bunch of premier jerk offs. <laughs> nice. Get a drink. You back? Yep. So, Dave, this does lead me to a question. Ugh. 
So, and and this was a almost a decade ago at this point. But at the first console world we went to, the, mm-hmm. we played a game at night. Was it Musket and Pike? Uh, yeah, we did. So we we played uh, the Saint Albans game. I want to say it's Saint Albans. Yeah, we played. We played one of the the initial uh, games from that game series. Because my my medieval obsession is kind of flirting is it from with there? renaissance is it good is it from that game part of it is like i i remember liking it but i just remember thinking i don't really know enough about this period to be super interested in the game yeah and so, now that i'm just like it I, my reading is going to take me through the renaissance so i'm eventually going to get and so now i'm like i gotta get musket and pike Interesting. i yeah. can confirm this for you jason what happens is you're like i like the middle ages and then you're like, you, oh, year happens, and you're like, oh no, I own games about Rome, the Dark Ages, the <laughs> Middle all Ages, all yeah, right. and the Renaissance. Because that's, <laughs> I was joking around with Paul with it, where I was like, I just have all these. I'm like, I'm obsessed with from what time the Caesar crosses the Rubicon, yeah, until yep. like, <laughs> like I need to get, I need to get, I have Falling Sky, like I need just all the dumb shit. Right. I need Fall of Rome, and yeah. I'm eventually going to end up playing Here I Stand, which I I said I wouldn't really ever do. Let, let me look at let I'm going to look game. at my my bookcase and I'll find the game. Yeah, as, as soon as Musk and Pike hits Vassal, that's when I'm like just like stomping up and down for because it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it was from Saints and Armor. Mm-hmm. Saints and Armor. Yeah. So now I'm like, fuck, I need. Fucking musket and pike, and then and then back in that that day, we were like, we'd like Saints and Armor, and they're like, well, we don't make any other. <laughs> yeah, who cares? So we then don't we're want like, your money. Then like we'll, we'll we'll make nothing gain but but glory, and so we were like, so who who fights in that one? And they're like, that's <laughs> a, they're like it's a bunch of Danish guys, and like yeah, who knows? Who, like fuck You've off. Never heard and, of them. and so that at that point we were like, okay, we but we liked. No, we like the other one, so we'll do that one too. And so they're like, "Fine, you'll you'll take what you can get." They jammed that down our throat. So those were our two. Nothing Which gave the glory yeah. and saints and arms. And for a um, while, that's all we had. And we were like, we like the we like the period, we like the fights, we think it's fun. And they're like, well, if you hang around for seven to eight years, we might remake some of the old games. And that's what they did. Yeah, because there really hasn't been a new game in the system for a while, right? Well, that they they ended up making the the, the later ones. Just uh, the just the dual pack, right? That I mean, that's yeah. But that's kind of what they're giving us. They should re they should do another pack with Saints of Armor because that's got White Mountain in it. Why isn't this like something you can buy right Saint, now? But Saints of Armor has White, yeah. And they and they say some of the even the games in Saints of Armor, they're like, yeah, this is wildly unbalanced, like. But I love that. Like even in Men of Iron, when it's like, yeah, you're gonna get fucked. Who cares? It's mm-hmm. just fun because they're fast. No. Yeah, Saints and Armor. We played the shit out of that, Jason. You and I. We played at, at uh, we played at uh, at Consum World. We played that one there. Yeah, uh, solid. We did it, and and that we was like, always one of those games that I was like, I just like it was so cool. And, and we were like, when are we gonna get the other ones? And then eventually they, they, more. Did, they did do them, but now we're old <laughs> and, and feeble. 
<laughs> Be careful though. Yeah, Renaissance is dangerous. I own like so many Hellion books now. <laughs> and especially like the, the the one that was uh nothing gained but but glory. Like a lot of the battles were fucking ridiculous. It's like, oh the Danish are fighting some crazy Swedish people. Like it's just like <laughs> the Scanian War. Right. Yeah, really I just need a, this accursed civil war. That's 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 the good shit. And Saints and Arbor. I mean that was that was solid. I agree. So yeah, if anybody's looking to offload Musk and Pike, let me know. Unfortunately, as soon as I'm vassal, you have an opponent because I really enjoyed my first two plays of it. Nice. And and, and if anyone wants to play OCS Case Blue, I mean, Lawrence and I are is, playing that. I so that's I I love OCS. I just I I'm okay never playing it again. It's too much for me. Well, on vassal though. Even on that, I'm just not, I don't have the attention span, I think. I guess. Dave, I'm kind of a dummy, so. Yeah, I guess. It's, um, it's, it's hard to play. So are you, you going to go to a Swolcon? What's going on with Swolcon? I'm not going to Swolcon. Oh, you're not going? All right. No. Caleb, are you going? Caleb, Swolcon. I was until I got a free ride to DeftCon. What's that? Uh, I don't what's know what De that is. What's DeftCon? Adeptcon, sorry. Okay, uh, it's like it is. is that a local con? No, it's the um, probably the biggest boarding miniatures convention in the U.S. It's in Chicago. It's <laughs> bigger, bigger than Historicon. <laughs> Insanely larger. <laughs> really? Huh? Yeah. Well, it's the um, it's the like Warhammer one. That's its main thing, and it's also where all like the miniature painters go. Huh. So, like the people that do like crazy paint jobs where it's they'd all do their like slayer sword and like competition stuff so it's a really big scene so are you like a like as, as far as painters go are you like a professional painter i have aspirations but i'm not there yet right but so, so is that idea like you you think you could potentially paint professionally yeah like if i put my mind to it i I'm not like great, but I'm decent and I can tell that I'm getting better. So it's just like, I listen, cause I'll listen to podcasts about guys who talk about getting better at painting and mm -hmm. they all say the same damn thing, which is just like, it's like, you want to like know how you enter a or like can place in a competition. If you don't win, paint a miniature five days a week mm. for like two years. But the, so, so you get better by doing it. Right. Exactly. They're just like, because there's like, there's no magic trick. It's just literally do it. Yeah, practice. And I've told like my buddies now, because they're like, man, you're painting so good. What you do? And I was like, I painted 200 gulls. <laughs> That's what I did. Wow. So like, uh, do you like, uh, do you have like special eyewear you use? Or like you have kind of magnifying glasses or? I do. Because I am getting older. My eyes are getting worse. <laughs> right. And, um, yeah, and I like that's the main. So, like, sorry, like, okay, let me ask this question. So, you say, okay, I am going to enter this figure in this competition, right? So, this is the work I'm going to do. So, how does that process work? For me, the one I've tried to enter in, it was, it was like, how to be a special snowflake was step one, like, go find a really interesting miniature to do. Right. Then, figure out color palette. 
mm-hmm. I, I would pull up like Photoshop and like fill in a sketch of like what I wanted to kind of look like. Hash out paints and then just start like when you're doing it that way, what's real bad is like you're basically just one color for days for just like different tones and shadows. Like sure. I've like, done right. wet blending and stuff like and that's sure. just like like all right, got that done, and then just hope you don't fuck up when you do the next color and just build and build and build. And it's like but it's for me it's very satisfying. It's literally like one of my de stressors where I'm just like yeah, because you're getting into it and you're just, it's in your head. You're, it's working through. Yeah, it's like a, to use the new lingo, like a vibe. And I'm usually listening to an audiobook <laughs> about history. Yeah, but you're also not working, like like we say, like you're working the character, like shade by shade by shade, but that's not really what you're doing, right? Like you're, 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 there, there's, you do, you do color work, but you're not like, the 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 margins that you're talking about i don't think you guys are working margins that tight no yeah you get there's a lot of flex and that's right. like when i'm talking to new guys about it i'll be like the biggest thing I you paint, can do is just I've do painted. it I've, I've done professional painting i've done all this stuff so i, I get it uh the the naked eye can't make out these types of some of these types of, kind of margins that people are talking about when you say margin, do you mean like difference between yeah, colors? Yeah, they have the difference. Like the, the, mm. you would see that. They're, they're, there's no way. Like oh, yeah, guys, they're talking about guys are talking about shaving. Like the, there's no way you could tell that from the naked eye. Yeah. The biggest trick I've seen recently with like some of the bigger size models is a like do hard contrast between like the two areas mm-hmm. and then thin the shit out of like that another color and just shoot with an airbrush to like slowly build the gradient across it and it's stupid how well it works right it's interesting because like the last five years or so oh so you're talking about guys who are going away from doing like sharp images to more like things that you notice from table side right which is which actually was always my technique i was more of a table painter rather than a pull it up to your eyebrow and look at it painter. Yeah. Cause there was this one guy, it was like a not drama, but drama where they got mad. Cause his like individual figures weren't the best painted, <laughs> right? but he but it's won the overall perspective. Yeah, Cause his overall army looked of course. 10 times better than everyone yeah. else's. So Jason, this is what we're talking about. Like, <laughs> like yeah, bring me, you, now bring me in. When you see an army, you guys are jerking each other off. Yeah, I wanna... you see, you see an army on the table <laughs> and in. you're like, no, you like if you see my army. This is my. I'll I'll tell. It's my technique, too. Uh, my army. When you see it on the table, you're you're looking just from standing up, looking down on them. Sure. And you're like, oh man, like that guy looks this, and this guy looks really expressive. And then there's a guy that wants to grab a figure and bring it up to his face, and look at it, and say, well, when I'm looking at the painting on that guy, it's not quite the same. My point is. I paint towards the guy that's looking from the table side. That's the the uh, tension and expression and contrast that I want to see, uh, see him to see. Some players want to pick up the figures and be able to pick them up to their their face. That's not how my eye paint. Yeah, I, I was. I want I want those details to jump out from the table 
I think I'd be more in your camp, Dave, where like it, it because you're playing it on it's the a, table. It's, right? it's about a battle. It it's face. about a battle. Yeah. It's not about one guy, right? So it was really weird now. Well, not weird, but like there's the Dorama scene has gone insane. Mm-hmm. Like there's guys that are doing, they're buying like a picture frame and then making a 3D painting inside I'm of sure. it. As sure. a drama, it looks incredible. Yeah, and I'm like, the, I wouldn't but they're do it. Being, but they're total nut jobs. Yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah. They're insane. Some of those folks are just like, but so Jason, like, that's you, the Jason, hobby. So, you know, I'm not leading you down that path, but I'm saying my path is not wrong. But, <laughs> like, I'm saying that path is definitely crazy. It's wild. Yeah. I love so, it all. So, so when a guy says, hey, we got these guys attacking the Union or attacking this Confederate position, but the problem is, that the field doesn't look like wheat fields. That's when I'm going to say to you, okay, time out. That's a problem. Like, let's just sure. enjoy the yeah. scenario. Like, let's not, there are guys that will go down that rabbit hole of, of what they think that should be. I bet. I'm trying to find like a crazy figure. But I'm the guy that's saying, hey, let's just enjoy it. Right. Well, Dave, even like, I remember you talking about like getting the Osprey books and looking up like uh cuffs, cuff, cuff colors. Right. Yeah. Like this yeah. minute detail on these uniforms. I know. And, I know. That's and it's cool. Talk, that's when we talk about the uh, war of or the, the Prussians or any kind of war of seven years, seven years war stuff it is very clear whose cuffs were what. And, but I have books that have all that shit. That's wild. Because you can paint a gigantic picture of Frederick leading his his regiments to victory, and someone will be like, "You're wrong," because that regiment did not wear that cuff color. <laughs> Jeez, but, see, I don't want to hang out with those guys. Yeah, yeah. When they, I get, I had guys come to my tables and like correct me or whatever, and I'll just look at them and be like, "Touch grass, dude. Like, go do something else." <laughs> I, know. I know, but Caleb, you also understand that if if we're at, then this might happen. Uh, we're all at a gaming convention, a, war, a miniature gaming convention, some of us. And one of those guys come up and we're all going to be like, I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of you if you don't yeah. walk away from this table. <laughs> like, I had a buddy who was once at a gaming table and they're like, he's like, yeah. and he had, the guy had his stomach was sticking out from his, underneath his <laughs> shirt the whole time. And he's yelling. Look. He's like, and they had the whole flashing uh, markers they had the flashing the uh, you know what they did with the flashing little signals what are they called they did the little flashers they dropped uh-huh. flashers so they looks good and my buddy said yeah i'll listen to you if maybe you didn't fucking dry clean your shirt in a fucking dryer that was about 200 degrees <laughs> like, started, like, <laughs> you're taking this guy's drying ability for his dryer <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite one I heard one of my friends say one time was like he was just like bro like my t- my table ma- my like his teddy bear for mad he's like it's gonna smell if you don't get away from it what yeah. <laughs> go bath before you play yeah there's some dudes and I'm just like I'm like the hotel showers are nice man like yeah, but we we got aggressive I mean the I, and also think I think we were the PK crowd so PK gets a little bit and I'm not, I haven't even gotten into the PK part of it but. Uh, anyone is listening. If you don't like Piquet, uh, Piquet is what you should be playing miniature war games with. Is that a rule so set? It is. Yeah, and it's even so bad that the uh, the guy who's supposed to be like supporting it 
doesn't support piquet anymore it's considered extreme uh but it's like it, it is like if you're really into like not controlling troops and not feeling like you're controlling everything that your guys are doing you should be playing playing piquet oh that's fun they just kind of it's one of those game systems where it's just like yeah i thought i thought well i see the cavalry moving around our flank well we're going to definitely move more infantry to cover them oh sorry piquet says you can't do that so you have to wait until you get the right cards to do that well i haven't gotten them yet well that means maybe your general wasn't smart enough to figure out that the enemy was sneaking cavalry around your flank so I'm a big PK fan. So guys, nice. anybody knows me for more gaming. Than that's, <laughs> and that's Napoleonic. Well, and I, I wrote an article called being Braxton Bragg. It's like, okay. how do you, how do you play a war game where you're going to play it, where you're the worst general in the history <laughs> of the civil war? Braxton Bragg was like terrible. So you're going to play a game where you're going to say, Oh, I'm going to be Braxton Bragg in this scenario. Are you, are you really going to be Braxton Bragg? Are you really going to be a guy who just spent a night sleeping in the Holiday Inn at Chattanooga? <laughs> the one that always killed me. I forgot what game we were playing. It was one of those Naps games at a con. And this one guy was just sitting there with all of his cow. And he was like, he was in the game. He was nay. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. And, nay. and the GM was like, hey, dude, you would activate your guys because like nay would be chasing even like He'd be impetuous. Sniff. He'd be yeah, impetuous. The sniff of a Russian is going to be hunting right. them down, and you've just been sitting on this hill for four turns. Right. Well, that's why I, I have a. I, I wrote a whole Agincourt scenario, battle scenario, and the idea is the French knights are great, except that they have to attack all the time, almost all the time, and they have to attack against uh, uh, the the British have driven in these spikes against them. You know, right? The uh, so they have to ride up against them and so it's it's hard like if you want to play the french it's fun but you guys are just like they're going they're, they're gonna charging. take it yep. and they don't care what's facing them so that's what i really like about um bar as well just as far as like because i was paul's like what's got you issued this besides right. seven years war and i was just like you have these nice clean form lines you set everybody up start activating stuff and then in, in two turns it's a shit show <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I wrote a couple uh wargaming articles for PK called like a, one of them was called uh, Bean Braxton Brack. Like how, how are you going to be how can you be Braxton Brack? And um, I think I wrote a couple different ones. The Old to Sour too. Uh one of them was about uh being Frederick the Great in a battle where things didn't work the way you thought they would. And uh, the idea was that uh, the old de Sauer, who was like historically uh, Frederick's advisor, like a young old general, always gave him advice. And uh, it was kind of like, what would he do? What would he say? I dig it. That's the best. But fuck, it's all fucking. So, so part of it is we're gonna have fun with miniatures. I think we're gonna do that. I'd love to bring, and I don't. I think the guys, honestly, a lot of our boys who love of love the uh, little chits are gonna love the figures because I still have them. They're all painted. I have I have thousands of Civil War figures painted. 
and we're just going to play with them and just fuck around with that shit. And we'll I just don't want to paint anything. Like I, I, I'm hesitant. Although, like the you, naval you stuff is you always have, fun. You don't have it's to paint fun. a single. You don't have to yeah. paint a single thing. And 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 I, I that, I keep myself out of it by like I'm just not going to do it. I haven't the, painted mice and mystics. I'm the beauty paint. of it is you, is you don't have to. But paint just show anything. up and we'll just push play. some guys around. You yeah. push stuff around. Push and that's the best thing about AACCon, right? Like with naval minis or like right. even Knights of the Air, right? Like right. somebody else does the work, I get to show up and have a blast playing. Yeah, yeah, so I think like AAC Con, I think we're gonna get it. We're gonna do a bunch of miniature wargaming, and nice. just get the guys. In, in, you can play all the other games, and then there's these games that you can play where we have terrain and woods and stuff, rivers. You can try to figure out what you want you guys to do. Um, it'll be fun. Some set piece stuff. That's great. So I think I think people really enjoy it. And uh, who knows? Maybe Caleb, some of your troops will be out there. Are you coming to the con this year? I hope so. Nice. Everything's well, uh, lined uh, up. I'm sorry. What What does that mean? <laughs> I have lost all confidence in scheduling things six months out. It's <laughs> mainly what it means. So I don't want to be like commit myself. Caleb, Caleb, come on. It's the event of the year. Okay. I mean, my wife hopes I won't be there. Uh, I guarantee you, I will be there. So sorry, Monica. Why does she hope that? I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I think she just likes to spend time with me. Is that wrong? Oh, Aaron me? wants me out of the house. Oh, she does. We're at that. Nice. We're at that place where it's like, oh, good. They're always here. She's like, do you, do you not have an event this week? <laughs> right, right. Do you, you don't have a game tonight? Really, really, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's good. Right. That's funny. But yeah, nothing changes. I'll be there. Nice. I'm already looking forward to it. I, I'm mad that I'm missing Swolcon, but SwamakiCon. AAC is where it's at. All right, so Jason, what else you got going on? That's it for me. You guys have any... Like I I've been playing the same shit over and over again. Do you guys have any games you want to review? I think I already did with mine. GBOH would be the one I'd review, just because like... Or, and I mean, we already just talked Levian campaign. Like, they're great. <laughs> Go get them. Yeah, so I pre-ordered Devsky while we were yes. talking. Yeah. Let's see. So I've got War of 1812. already did that one. Uh, Valor of the Guards, ASL, doing that with Pete. Uh, OCS, Case Blue, doing that with Lawrence. Uh, Vietnam with Mike. And we, we're, we're popping collars on that one. Uh, oh, the other one is we have War and Peace. So for Swolcon with War and Peace. I'm not sure how much prep we have to do for the, that. Is this the, the That's Compass the game? Boy. It's Compass game. Okay. Uh, Napoleon. You lost me at Compass, but keep going. I know, I know, but it is it is Avalon Hill. It's Avalon. It's been getting a lot of love. So it's got an interesting aspect, though. Like, and again, I don't remember this from the original game because it, this is one of these games where I played it when I was a kid, and uh, not hundred percent that I knew how to play it when I was a kid. So the idea is, armies show up at a battle, right? So do we know how Napoleon fought? 
ish. Vaguely. <laughs> right. So, okay. So, uh, the idea was that uh, battles would be fought and armies were maneuvering around the areas. Um, but there's a problem because there's attrition. Right. So, uh, you can only eat so much off the ground. Do we get sure. that aspect? Yep. Right. Yep. So, if you're, gonna if you're going to attack your opponent, um, troops can only survive so much off the the surrounding territories. <clears throat> so the idea is you have to spread out your troops so they can feed, right? Got it. Because what what happened in the Thirty Years' War, gentlemen? Do we know that's, this? That's between my 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 periods. They right. would just loot the shit out of places is one thing I know they did. Right, right. They would. What would they do? I think Caleb's got this one down. Caleb, what would they do? Wherever they were, they'd start. Well, they they disband, loot, ravage, get sick. Was that great for the locals? No. Right. The uh, way the book I read said is like it was basically a second black plague if it was in right. your area. Right. So, so yeah. So basically, the way it would work is if if the armies were in your area, uh, it was bad. They would basically take everything from you. You're like, oh, we're farmers and we just need this. Oh, sorry, soldiers. We'll give you everything, but we need this one goat to survive. They'd be like, yeah, we're going to take that one goat. So that's it. So. So, uh, so in this society, you, the idea is you want to, yeah, you could do that where you would just rape the local society so they had nothing. Or you could spread out your troops, right? So we get that aspect, right? We're not going to devastate the country. We're going to just keep certain numbers of soldiers around. Do you understand that, guys? Yep. yep. All right. Tracking. And then you decide now we're going to march an army. So now we need everything. So we're going to take all the stuff, all the extra stuff, all that stuff, all the stuff you thought you were saving for someone. That's fine. We, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. That's going to be my stuff. That's our stuff now. So we're taking all that. So that's how it it's works. like a bug's life. So it's, it's, <laughs> so it's really big on, on saving uh, these kinds of uh, societies and cultures and on attrition. Because if you have too many guys in one spot, you can lose guys. Guys will just wander off. So uh, a lot of the battles are about like uh, keeping these groups of guys that are small enough that they can survive, but not so big that they're going to like die from starvation and then concentrating them in one hex for a particular battle so you can destroy an enemy. That's it. How many guys are you playing with? Is this a four player game? It, it's four. I think yeah. uh, we, we got a request from a fifth, but the problem is, uh, certain countries are neutral or there's like diplomacy that goes on. And I think if, uh, if you go to five, then one player will like not do anything almost the entire game. So. Yeah. It's, it's hard to balance for. It sounds so, a little like Levian campaign, to be honest. I'm sure it's like zoomed in a little bit, but yeah, with trying to balance troop size or force yeah. size with, keeping your troops fed and all that shit. That's yeah, cool. Don't know. Don't care. <laughs> You're the one playing it. I'm not playing living campaign, motherfucker. No, I know. I'm playing, I'm playing this game. 
You're playing some some Napoleonic stuff. Yeah. So that's that. Are you guys prepping for it? Like, is there like <laughs> practice games, no, or are you no, just showing no. up and playing? No, I think we're just going to show up and play. Nice. That's the way to do it. Yeah, because I think that's the most chance for devastation. Where some guys are like, well, I didn't know I had to like, well, tough shit. Like my guy, my army just marched in that area and just ripped up one of your, your instructions. <laughs> Bend over. Yeah. I forgot. I saw like there was a video clip of it where someone like for next door Taiwan like landed on the one beach side. <laughs> it was really, like when you're gone. I forgot what video that was. It cracked that was up. Dave who did that. Oh, what's, <laughs> what's that? What are we talking about? You your, uh, your invasion of, of Taiwan. From the east side? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry, you made me think of that because you just bring it to con and set it up and you just go and then someone messes up. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I cannot believe is... you just made fun of me about that. <laughs> it never dies. What is this game called? What is what game called? The one you're talking about. I thought it was called War and Peace. It's called War and Peace, motherfucker. That's not what I'm seeing. I don't know what you're seeing, but it's called fucking War and Peace. Oh, it's an and, not an ampersand. Oh, oh, goodness! Sorry. No, I'm no, I'm looking for it for the fucking podcast notes. <laughs> That's too good. Yeah, that cover is dope. That cover is really good. It looks cool. I'm excited to hear how it plays. I have no interest in it, but it looks well, it looks cool. Well, okay, to be fair, my like the little sub map. I anticipate that it's going to be light and fun for us and then we're going to just be able to have a lot of fun during after hours is that a real anticipation like is yes. it it's relatively light yeah i think it's i think it's okay. going to be pretty light nice that's the so, way to do it right and we're going to play some RuneQuest adventures so it's like light but it's long so it'll it'll spread out but you right right i think it, i think it's a campaign, out every day that's I think it's perfect a campaign game but it's not going to be heavy nice yeah that's that's great what are you playing, Jason? I'm not going to be there. What? <laughs> we just talked about this. Uh, how are you not going to be there? I know. In person? I'm not going to be there this year. I think you were going to be there in spirit. <laughs> I'll be there in person, but not in spirit. <laughs> I thought it would be the other way around. I will be there in spirit. Oh. I know. I miss it. I can see the ballroom. Like I think about it, and that's just yeah. This year's just not no. It, there's no ballroom. You'll be fine. It's gonna be fun. I'm hoping this is gonna be the one time I don't get kicked out of the the, the bar. Hey, it's a tradition at this point. You uh, just gotta lean in. One night, Terry not, is that the guy's name? Terry. Not gonna get banned. <laughs> He's always very friendly, and then I get banned. There's. We were kicked out of the bar at the historic hunt last year. Some guy, like, I don't know how much beer they let him drink at the bar because he got out of the bar and, like, was in the hotel hallway and just fell into the wall, like, <laughs> ricochet off it, and then was just out on the floor. And we were like, oh my God. So he, like, dented it? What did he do? Yeah, he, like, he, his head, like, he put a dent in the hole in the wall with his head because he fell so hard from just passing out while walking to wherever he was going as a shit face. Now, in my defense, in, in all my times at Storicon, I never got that drunk. So I think you guys are a bad influence. <laughs> Maybe. It doesn't seem anymore. very drunk friendly. No, you gotta like run games and talk to all these grognards, and like I don't want to have to like 
just to go take a shit because <laughs> I drink right, 16 yeah. IPAs. Or got to go boot like I did it. This, this is Lang- Lancaster PA. We're talking yeah. about. Yeah, this fucker's put them all there now. I yell, this is a Southerner's probably now. There used to be one in Fredericksburg, but they moved it up to Pennsylvania as well. So there's none of them down here. Hmm. It's annoying to drive seven hours. Oh, I agree. That's a problem. All right. So uh, let's see what else we got. Oh. I think we did it. So, uh, so you coming to the con? Caleb's coming. Caleb, you coming to AC con? I'm willing it. I'm putting on my spirit board, vision board. I'm planning on it. Uh, no, hold on. Are you coming? Yes. 100%. 100%. No excuses. Nice. No excuses. Listeners, this like is no no less. My my, my wife said for. my wife said I can't go because my daughter has a, a dance performance. Yeah, I'm probably safe on that front. What? Nice. Okay. Okay. This is the year to go to AACCon. It's going to be the best one ever. Any research how to like ship miniatures is what I got to figure out. Yeah, and. uh Arguably, it might be the most expensive con ever <laughs> to date. That's right. All right. Cool. All right. I'm done. Nice. Hey, hey, Caleb, you have any questions for us? Uh, I was trying to think if I had one. I think the one Jason answered the one I had. I was curious about if he had played the Levy series. And then. Uh, that's about it at the moment. Did I tell you about uh, World War Three stuff, Dave? No, hit me with it. One of the casts you talked about, like scooping on it, and that was like such a free. I cleared a shelf thanks to you because <laughs> oh. I also scooped on it. It was like I like I want to play World War Three games. <laughs> All right. So what what was there a particular game? The um, what's that company called? The Thin Red Line guys. I had their. Oh yeah, I have nothing. I don't know anything about their shit. Yeah, I agree. That looks good. It's so fucking expensive. Yeah, yeah. I was just like chasing a rabbit. Basically, like, was, like my, my last uh, World War Three game was probably the Assault series from old GDW. Weren't you guys just playing something? World War Three, you and Ralph and you got that big uh, Compass Games pack or whatever it was, and Ralph was mad about it. <laughs> I, I, I'm playing anything. No, I want to call it NATO. That doesn't sound right, though. Like we had a third World War thing, I think. So yeah, I played the Third World War. That's yeah, that was... that's right. Yeah, yeah. But that's like come from Compass. That was like a while ago. It was. I remember, never told you. I was like, I got me to get rid of my World War Three games. I said, like, I've never played any of those fuckers, and I don't actually want to. Oh god, shouldn't do that. Yeah, I like the fleet games. I love, and and they hold a special place in my heart. But really, outside of that, the hypothetical, especially like the eighties World War. Yeah, I'm 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 not in love with nineteen eighty five. 
Exactly. I'm not like, oh, 1985. That's the, it's my dream. No, I'm 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 in love with 1807, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. I would right. play Prussians against French. That's what I want to fight. Aaron was reading uh, Prince Harry's book. Oh, and I was like, yeah, I, I don't it. give a shit about the royals unless they lived a thousand years ago. Like, I, I just, oh my god. <laughs> I oh, I want to hear more about that. Like, you, you got to give us more about those details. She would tell me, and I was like, I okay. When like, you yeah, say, he did coke. Surprising, he's a rich when, guy. When, when you say she's reading it, I'm like, I want to hear that she's leaking it to me. Come on, like, get like, get it out there. <laughs> you want to read it? It's well, it's all gonna be t- horrible. Ah, uh, she found it entertaining, I guess. Oh my god, he's like the biggest the, douchebag. Yeah, that read and that's book. that's that's really it. And my daughter read it too. And yeah, that, that's basically what they're saying is like he's just a he's just a tool. And the other thing is like the title is great. <laughs> What's that? I don't even believe he wrote it. Like it's oh, ghost, really? It's ghostwritten. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's it's gonna be like uh, JFK's one book. I'm just saying, ghostwritten. It's the way to do it. So, like a third of that shit's probably just made up. <laughs> it might as well, right? Because it's gonna yeah. sell more copies of the book. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I want to. I want to read about the English prince who like takes his mother's lover and flays his skin off and hangs on the side of a tower. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Give me, the, give me the all idea. the Heralds. Give me all the Matildas. That's right. I mean, for I the for the Brits, the idea that he can just write this book that's then going to be read by a bunch of scumbags. Right. Us us plebes. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. I guess it makes Trump seem not so bad. <laughs> Does it? I mean, is that worse than Trump? I don't, I don't know. Think it's, is it worse than Trump? I don't think so. Because at least Trump's <laughs> litigating things that people said about him. <laughs> I don't know. It's all bad. It's all the whole bad. thing's terrible. Everybody sucks. Yeah, it makes me think that Williams that comes to Sherman's not such a bad guy to write about. <laughs> you could. You should name your kid after him. Seems all right. He did some burning. It's all good. Well, he won. He's a winner. That's right. Should we stop jacking each other off and call it a night? Chill with me. Yeah, that's fine. There's a lot of jacking <laughs> off going on. <laughs> we, we, we end up, it's, it's sad statement about the podcast. In the end, we just end up in a big <laughs> circle jerk. We're all going to sore arms in the morning. <laughs> I love it. But I, I would say we would all get together and be friends in a group and hug it out, regardless of the way this circle jerk looks in the, yeah. online. Like if and we had a, a place in Dallas. And friends and talking and all the bullshit and all the stuff we talk about and all the other dumb shit that we put against each other, I think we would actually be friends and we all are friends. So when we get together, it doesn't, none of this shit matters. So fucking a fucking a, I can't remember backdoors friendship quote, but he has no, a it, no, it's old, just, old it's, just it's just not a bunch of guys 
stacked up on the quotes with each other like fuck that shit like we we're all friends and we like gaming and we have fun with each other and in the end that's what it ends up being hell yeah so that's what i would say i'm here for it all right we close it out let's close it out five four three two one distract good night there it is i bet Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash build slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com. Gotta capture it. Oh, you're, you're thinking the, the sound issues are going to be really easy to fix, so we're going to just jump right in. Always. Yeah, that's right. That's a good. I, I get that. That's fine. <laughs> You're like, we can at least hear him. So let's just jump in with it. All right. I'm, I'm sure I'll edit it out. Yeah, I just want to make sure I wasn't on all the time, but I think I'm good. All right. Can we get another uh, salty Wendigo uh, check here? Sound check. Check, check. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to make this thing louder. You're good. Uh, it's it's usually input. If you go mumble preferences. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Where the yeah. fuck is this thing? And then you're going to do uh, audio input. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Nothing sounds like it's going to turn me up, though. Yes, it does. Uh, no, normally they want you to start out. Did you do the wizard at all or no? I did. That's what kills me. It's like, okay, I think I sound fine. And now it's like apparently super low, which is awesome. No, I, no, you sound okay though. You're not too bad. Can you just get closer to the mic? Like, can you eat that mic? Yeah, I've got it up close now. How about that? That's, that's good. Okay. I'd say it's not the best we've heard, but it is pretty good. Is there, can you boost it? Cause I'm. Unless I switch channels, I'm you're really to, low. I'm trying to hear where the boost is. That's what I don't see. And and I would boost it, but like boosting for me, I just blow you guys right out of your cars. <laughs> if you do the audio input, there's the max amplification. If you turn that up, and then maybe it might be on the system side. Have you tried talking louder? That's also good too. I use that sometimes. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll get in trouble with that one. How's this? You're okay. I think you're good. Okay. Yep. I I think you maybe you're not allowed talker normally. So yeah, that is a big problem. And I mumble, which means my partner wants to crucify me half the time. Yeah. So do you, I mean, like at times, do you find that you're the center of attention? Everyone's staring at you. If not, you might be a mumbler. <laughs> <laughs>
are good ships and wood ships, ships that sail the sea, but the best ships are friendships, and may they always be.